0: get rid of your credit card debt, get a lower monthly payment, and skip your next two house payments at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to save thousands with SaveWithConrad.com. Find out how much money you can save right now at SaveWithConrad.com. see the that's, that's the legend of the questions get answered oh you didn't know let's start the show welcome back to the show it's road dog and cassio and you're listening to oh you didn't know but i kind of want to
1: like commercialize it and go i'm road dog and he's cassio you're listening to oh you didn't know Hey! Ah, and then we both do jazz hands. Ah. Yeah, so it's just something I'm working with. Okay, uh, and you can be, get exclusive content. I was all in right there. Sorry, yeah, e- guys. Exclusive content at uh, bagajohnsons.com. <laughs> I'm Brian R.D. at Brian R.D. James. He's at the Casio Kid. Uh, welcome. Re- to by the oh way, you not know week two of the new graphics, and people are loving gra- it. I tell you what, who's loving it. This guy right here, I am loving it to death, man. I don't know. I think you said Dom's doing it. I think he yeah. has a kid doing it for him, yeah, and oh he's yeah. taking the credit. Um, that's how all these dirt sheet writers work.
0: That's funny. Uh, yeah. They're copying and pasting <laughs> you, from somewhere else.
1: Uh, anyway, so uh, we'll get. We'll get, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't. He I don't believe a- that. He, he said found he strong armed uh, his brother. Strong armed yeah, his brother. He Marcus, found a
0: uh, middle uh, Middle Eastern podcast called Shmo Schmushit and Schno. <laughs> and he just changed it. For it to fit a, but this one's beautiful,
1: Dom. Yeah, so thank you great. for
0: ripping it off. Um,
1: yeah, if, yeah if it's, it's great.
0: It, We're gonna it. start uh, we got we got a uh woo, we got a hardcore topic literally today. Dog, the hardcore title run. I don't even
1: watch that stuff For anymore. For yourself. So oh. let's, I, my history is, my browser. A lot of cleared. soft
0: now, or? It, no, uh, no,
1: no, none. I have kicked uh, the bucket. Popular with I women mean, uh, is I've a good category. The wagon. I have pulled the, never mind. Let's just. Uh, Pogs
0: is I, a good category. Um, Pogs?
1: Yeah. Or rogs? <laughs> Wink. Get it in there. <laughs> hey, I, well, by the way. I like your shirt. I feel like I'm dressed uh, yeah. down. I mean, this is my Marine Corps I know. shirt. I'm pretty proud of my service. Usually, but, we kind of
0: match, but you, you went really T and I went.
1: Yeah, but we do match. They're still maroon and, and navy. It's from they that match, uh, bro from the very elusive George line from Walmart. I oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah, George. Yeah, top shelf. It's, was that the monkey that dressed in yellow. No, I was curious, it's just, George. It's just the Walmart personal brand yeah, is what yeah, that is. Yeah, George, George. I have mine is uh, Rick. Mine, mine's Rick's. Rick. Rick's. It's Kmart Costco. brand. Yeah. Costco. <laughs> oh, Costco. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we have Costco <laughs> here. We have Sam's Club.
0: Yeah, well, this is, you know. When you you to go When you got to go visit your mom at church and you go, I don't have any church clothes that fit anymore. So, and uh, she
1: comes with that shirt. Yeah. She brings it to and you. He goes, Got well. it. She
0: was. I knew you were coming. <laughs> and, knew you and were I coming. knew you were coming. I knew you were going
1: to wear that Rick Flair shirt
0: again. <laughs> Look in the clothes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what Space Mountain is, but we're not wearing it to we're church. We're not wearing it change church. Can tell you that much, Mister. You're not wearing the '69 <laughs> podcast jersey. I don't know why my mom's from Jersey all of a sudden, but
1: she's it's okay. like a Southern
0: belle to the max. And I yeah. went, "You're yeah. not wearing a jersey." <laughs>
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's not listening. You can make her wherever you want. Her oh, from. I know
0: that. She's, but
1: speaking, <laughs> speaking of, of the 69 of jersey, of jersey. Box again.
0: There's our merchandise right there. Now, we only oh, got you didn't know and I believe only... a handful of those left. We only made 69, dog. Speaking I can't believe there, there might not be available now. We need to check that. But yeah,
1: we should. We should only, check and see if anybody buys our merchandise.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's got those numbers. We'd love to see them. All right. <laughs> oh, inside jokes. Hey, I feel like I feel like we're they're just going to boxofgimmicks dot com and they click it and it said, just kidding. You thought we had merch? <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about fake merch every week. You guys don't have merch. You're not a quality enough show to have merch. Uh, before, before we get started, let's have a fun little segment we called Meme of the Week. Oh, a random or
1: Meme of the Week. We
0: don't know what it is. Our producer Dom throws it up and we instant react. Here we go. Our Meme of the Week.
1: Let me see it, Dom. In three.
0: The Meme mm-hmm. of the Week. Nope, just a,
1: just a well, that's horrible five review. That's
0: our five-star segment. We'll go ahead and knock this out while it's up. <laughs> or no, not. No, or no. not. That was <laughs> last week. Here we go. Oh! oh
1: you know you what? You may be
0: cool, but you'll never be new-age outlaws posing with super soakers cool. Why was my
1: head always really close to Billy's privates? Well, he has got the, his
0: kiss. In sh- a
1: lot of shots, you'll see that. Um, but also, super cool to be in the super soaker did commercial you keep the super soakers so so truth be told we did a super soaker commercial uh, way back when me and x Pac and billy did it mm-hmm. and we michael cole it was like his first week there and he was in the commercial with us and like he had makeup all done and he was done all up and they came to us and said no matter what don't shoot him in the face we can oh, change. We have other changes for his clothes, but don't shoot him in the face. Okay. I mean, good Lord. You really? You know what I mean? Really? You're I wasn't do...
0: thinking about it until so you said it.
1: <laughs> and, and so they go, okay, you guys ready? Here we go. Cell phones off, walkies and blah, blah, blah. Okay, here we go. And kid looks at me and he goes, in his face, right?
0: <laughs> right in his face. In the I said,
1: face! I said, you damn right. <laughs> man, bless his heart, because those super soakers, and I'm not kidding, they they shoot, uh, man. They incredible. will shoot 50, 50 feet, you know? And so we were six feet away from him, tops, and we both just douched him, man. It was, it was, it was. It was horribly mean and uh very degenerative uh
0: <laughs> next time was, you see mr cole you should ask him if he remembers super soaker
1: oh no he does he oh okay. does ver- very clearly and i'll tell you why <laughs> uh <That's> because <laughs> because he's still there today doing it man and doing yeah. it b- better i'd say this is our generation's uh uh, jim ross the generation before that was gordon soley or vince and gorilla or whoever you know like this michael cole's the deal he's the voice of of the wwe no doubt um having said that he's still there and and x Pac has literally apologized to him for that about 25 times now <laughs> and uh and and it's a big running rib for for uh, sean for for michael cole uh to say uh you know, like, hey, remember we did that Super Soaker commercial back at the day? And I go, dude, have I apologized to you for that? And he'll go, yes, you and X-Pac have both apologized to me. But at the time, dude, we were in our heyday, and we were probably high, and, and he was a new kid on the block. You know what I mean? And it was... Yeah. We were the last of a dying Welcome breed. Welcome to the E, baby. We Welcome the, to the we, E. We were the last of a dying breed, and maybe, maybe that's, there's a reason that that attitude was hot uh, for a brief minute, and then it was not
0: <laughs> <laughs> for a brief minute. What, what, I mean? um, what do you? How did you and Billy do this shoot, though? If, if was he in the commercial, or just you and Pac? Oh no! Me and Pac were in the commercial. Me and
1: Billy were in the photo shoot, and they did other did other stuff and had us like. Oh, that
0: was just the print ad for. Yeah, the Super yeah, Soaker. yeah. Oh, so, okay. so
1: yeah, for Super Soaker. So yeah, there we go. I, and so me and Kid were in the thing. Uh, you don't have control. to get
0: specifics. Does Super Soaker money pay a car payment or? Uh. No, it
1: paid. A, a Is car. that part of? Oh, a <laughs> whole car. There we go. That's what I needed. <laughs> yeah. So it was. Look, it was good. You know, back in the day, it was good to be the king. Uh, yeah. You just knew that your head was going to get cut off anytime because there was a lot of other kings wanting that spot.
0: Super Soaker money sounds like good money. Yeah. Um, all right, and also our five-star segment of the week—you get also run
1: Totino's. With
0: good Totino's
1: money. money is good money.
0: Yeah, that's why Seamus we'll, has got a couple of limos, brother. We'll talk, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pizza roll money ain't no joke, my <laughs> yeah. friend. Um, let's go to our five-star review of the week since Dave Meltzer gives you so many one and three-quarter stars mm. in your career. Three-quarter? One and three? There was that one. I think you're misspoken there. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, you didn't even get in the match. Um, uh, oh, so it was just Oh, Billy. that's why.
1: I got it. Yeah, it was just Billy. I, and I get that.
0: Uh, so we're going to our five-star review of the week. Five stars! Five stars! Somebody gave us five stars! The person is not thinking straight. Hidden Gems, Joey Alpha says, Don't ever let the subject or title lead you into thinking that there is not something for you specifically. In each and every episode, love the show and open honesty. Hidden Gems! Thank you, Joey Alpha.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, Joey Alpha. That You should work somewhere
0: um, and be called Joey Alpha. By the way, <clears throat> uh you've got uh so far ten minutes into the show, no hardcore title talk. So that no, should prove that should prove that. Don't let the title is, fool don't you don't let the title
1: fool you. We have no idea what's <laughs> going on over here at Oh You Didn't Know. And we like it that way. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna get
0: some background questions <laughs> to get us to the end. Yeah, maybe. Just, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We're going to talk pizza rolls. <laughs> we well, know you don't know what we're going to talk about. No. But there you go. Our meme of the week and our five-star review of the week. Wait, what by was the way. meme? Uh, oh, it was me and Billy. It's you okay, and sorry. Super Soakers. i I'm never going to be that cool. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I, I'm craving by the way, Dom pizza is a rolls. a high schooler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get to dip when's the last ranch time you ate too? pizza rolls?
1: Me? Yeah. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs>
0: Do Here's you what think, you got to do. Do
1: you think How'd I'm you kidding? Cook <laughs> them? How do you cook them? I don't know. I think my wife air fried them.
0: Well, that's the move now. Okay. They don't yeah. bust in the air fryer. Yeah. I used to bake them and people would make fun because, uh, you know, usually you just microwave them, let them yeah. explode all over the place. <laughs> you burn uh, your mouth off. Yeah. And But now I, I love baking them. Yeah. Or now the air fryer. They don't bust. Baking them. And then I like to do this move, okay? Okay. Okay. I like to go through, you know, they're piping. I feel like you're
1: smoking pot right now with your well, hand like I'm that. Well, I'm
0: holding the corner of a pizza oh, roll. Oh, a pizza roll, okay. And I'm going to bite one corner off. Ooh, just yeah, nibble. yeah. Yeah. And Ooh. so that'll let the hot air go out. You pop
1: it. You got to yeah. you got to burst that bubble, and I dog. set that down cuz that I don't bubble want any filling. Straight... <laughs> I just
0: want bread. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. And set then, it down.
0: Then when I get the corner's bit, <laughs> I have chipotle tabasco. You put tabasket. it in the hole? Put it in the hole.
1: So let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. My son-in-law, are you who is also not smart. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's a good kid. He did the exact same thing that you just said, and I thought, what are you doing? He had my, and it turned out my uh, my Texas Pete hot sauce was not, Ooh, not hot enough for him. And it might have been in the cabinet for a really long time. Uh, but <laughs> but he did the same thing and put the hot sauce in the hole. Oh, yeah. Good move.
0: Good move. He's a, he's a pro. He, he is a pro. I just ate them and dipped them in ranch like a 12-year-old. I heard what also good if you don't take the corners off. But once you get them out of the air fryer, dog, yeah. the Internet trend now is take that, put it in a bowl... With some a little olive oil, a little bit, yeah, and some or some melted butter.
1: Ooh, that sounds. And then better. sprinkle
0: some like garlic and onion, parsley and oregano, like all oh, the herbs and spices. Oh, you doctor up a little Shake it bit. up like a garlic yeah. knot. But again, I mean, it's a pizza roll. We're supposed to be eating oh, them fast. You know what I mean,
1: bro? You ain't doing nothing for making a garlic knot. <laughs>
0: You're talking about a garlic knot and meat sauce. Is all You're that. Is, right? Thank you from Skissily. You well, think you from Skiss. Let's give oh, you a number making a garlic knot. By the way, I've seen the demographic numbers were huge in
1: Skissily. Huge in Skissily. They are us and Uncle <laughs> uh, the Uncle from uh, John Stamos from Full House. <laughs>
0: John Stamos. <laughs> Yeah, if he had a podcast, he'd be number one. <laughs> We'd be, be number Uncle two Je- in Skissalot. Uncle Jesse, that's Uncle what I was Jesse's for. podcast. Thank Uncle you, Jesse's Dom, house.
1: for being an old pervert.
0: <laughs> I thought Uncle Jesse was from Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> he was too. He was from there too. I just read Jesse got two around. Uncle Jesse's,
1: yeah. He he. How look, did
0: he, we end up with two TV Uncle Jesses?
1: I'm wow. gonna ask you if they weren't the same person because I never saw them together.
0: That's a fact. I did not see them together. Oh, you hit me with solid logic. I love how quickly you switched to. Yeah. fact. I thought about it, never seen them together. Right? Ever. They might be somewhere together with Elvis and Schisley. Maybe, maybe the Duke, when he was with the Dukes, that was all prosthetics, and then he yeah. took it off and joined Full House. That <laughs>
1: might be the case. And if it is, I'd like to see him. Well, cheers. Like, yeah, cheers to you. I'd like to see him mid, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. You know what I mean? Like he's, you know, a backstage shot.
0: <laughs> hey, he's just got hair down from Uncle yeah. Jesse on yeah, the dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. white yeah. beard. Yeah. And then he's got the hair, the good-looking <laughs> hair, the whole deal. Yeah. Just got through playing with the Beach Boys. You know I what I mean? want to see that. Yeah. You know he plays drums for the Beach Boys. Who does? John. <laughs> Uncle <Stamos>. Jesse. <laughs> yeah. The new Uncle Jesse. John. He Stamos. don't either. Yeah. Hey, is... He'll is, uh, hit Kokomo with you in two seconds. Oh, I know. I've uh, seen... No. <laughs> Aruba, I've seen him. Jamaica. Ooh, I take, take it you to Bermuda. Bermuda. Come Come on, Sorry, we can't get it together. Logo, one of us is too Baby <laughs> oh, down down to to Coco. Coco. Yeah. We'll get there fast, fast and, and then, then we'll... we'll take it slow. Oh. That's where I don't know the parts. <laughs> we wanna go. Where, where to go? <laughs> hey, now we're now we're getting requests we, for we, John B. next. we committed. <laughs> that's what.
1: That's what I. That's what I'm so sorry for to the viewer.
0: You know what I mean? That we, oh, we were not going to we... not finish it. But, but, but we should not have. You know no, what I'm that's saying? That's We should have finished it on the first note. I think when I said he played on Kokomo, they got the point. I didn't need to, I didn't need to bury the song after that. <laughs> oh, my God that. almighty. Bless our hearts. Oh, Dom's telling us to do Snoop John a, B. And Maybe a, that's our new segment. We start every show off with a Beach Boy tune. Ooh,
1: man. Huh? No, no, we shouldn't.
0: My little douche coop next week (laughs) on Ask Dog Anything. That's what I did to (laughs) Michael Cole. (laughs) Oh, my little douche coop. (laughs) My little douche Cole. (laughs) My douche Cole. Uh, All right, here we go. We got to get into some kind of wrestling. Hold on a minute. No, we don't. What? You make me laugh. (laughs) I appreciate that. Okay. Let's go. Now let's talk wrestling. You know what? I'm so conditioned. I thought you were going to say something bad after that. All right, look, you make me laugh. But get it together.
1: No. I say you make me laugh, don't ever get it together. That's, that's <laughs> what I say. And the minute you do, I'm out. I'm out.
0: Well, I'm used to I'm used to my wife. That was funny. Like, get it together, <laughs> you
1: know. You're this, we're adult. talking about buying a home here. <laughs>
0: We're trying to make a budget.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, but it's not the Ronaldo <laughs> McDonald house. I don't know. All
0: right, here we go. Here we go. We're going to get into the hardcore title run, oh, dog. Oh, God. Which a lot you of said drugs.
1: A lot of drugs.
0: You said on hardcore Twitter yourself drugs. was your favorite singles run. Yeah. Why was it special to you, dog?
1: Well, I, I, honestly, because it was my only singles run that was – any run at all you know what i mean and it was and it was very short-lived if we got down to brass tacks it probably not long it was probably uh went on too long but I, i did think it was entertaining and it may have been you know gone on for a summer or so but look i had a really good time personally uh look i i was i was into my into my drugs then for sure but but personally it was i didn't think i could do it on my own i i'm an egomaniac with an inferiority complex uh and if you're if you if you know what i what you know then you know what i've seen uh but but so i for, totally forgot what we were talking about was it
0: what i am yeah
1: yeah um no, I your no singles
0: and how oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So,
1: so it was the only one i had i was scared to do it uh i ended up really liking where I was at and what I was doing Um, and I'm sure we'll get into that some more as we we talk. I don't want to give all the I don't want to give that pizza roll money away just yet.
0: Well, let's get into it Mr. McMahon presented the WWF Hardcore Championship to Mick Foley on the November 2nd, 1998 edition of Raw Dog. When you heard about it, when it's presented what did you think of adding this title to the WWF?
1: Well, look, I'll tell you this much. I loved I loved the fact that it happened. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I get emotional when we talk about chair shots today. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm very glad that it did because I loved it. I think, it, I think there's room for it today, uh, but my argument against it today would be if you had that, then you have to have that on TV, then you have to go hardcore, then that's not special when you want to go there in a, in a, in a heated angle. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah If it's on with I, all the other
0: stuff, they can't be as hardcore. And if now, it's, if, if it's normal,
1: yeah. if it's normal to do all that, uh, then when you get to Hell in the Cell and, and all that comes out or whatever is the end, the 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 cell, the the finishing uh, product of a hot angle or a hot story that's been going on, I, you know, it just normalizes the hardcore aspect or the. Uh, Dare I say, violent aspect of those things, and it's it you know it should, it should warrant where you're at in a story should warrant I'm gonna hit you with something now you know what I mean it's not just every week that's what we do and mm-hmm. so that would be my argument against having that hardcore title today.
0: Well, if you're like me and uh, most people, I would imagine that our wrestling fans, when you think of hardcore, if not the first one of the first names you think about is Mick Foley. So how yeah. special was it him? to be presented with this title first?
1: Well, it's the obvious choice, right? It's almost like, uh, you know, it's a no-brainer to me. If you're gonna give this title to somebody, it's somebody who has deserved it, who has been put their body through hell uh, for the viewer, but but for himself, too. Uh, Let's not get that twisted. Um, And so, he was the guy to give it to. He was the king uh, uh, the he, who had the head onto which you put that crown, and and so that's why he was crowned king of hardcore with that new hardcore title, and now he started making that pizza roll money, dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, dog- afford anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about. How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far
1: less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You
0: need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. On these Ask Dog Anything episodes, we always get food questions. And right now, somebody might be out there looking for wholesome, convenient meals for these sunny, active days now that summer is officially here. Yeah, you don't want to spend time in the kitchen. You want to spend time outside and factor. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit is ready for you. They can help you fill up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track re- reaching your goals. that way. If you're unlike me and you want to give the best beach body you can, you need to get our friends at Factor. Yeah, that way you can stay outside and look great. More time, more energy. Yeah, I said more energy. You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer. You can try the Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Yeah, and you've got the new upscale line with Factor the surf and turf the surf and surf meal options like roasted garlic filet mignon and shrimp and cajun spice shrimp and salmon that's it delicious flavor packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles if you're on keto if you are a uh, calorie smart if you're vegan and veggie maybe like we said you need that extra protein They've got it all, and all of it is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, and each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions to your door and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. So this June, get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep. No mess. Here's how you can get in on it. We've got a great deal for all of our oh you didn't know listeners. Head to factormeals.com O U D K 50 and use code OUDK50, and they're going to give you 50% off your first box. Yeah, that's code OUDK50 at factormeals.com slash OUDK50 to get 50% off your first box. And we appreciate Factor for supporting the oh, You Didn't Know podcast this summer. Uh, by the way, shout out! Part of the ad free shows family as well. Foley's pod is a yeah. great podcast yeah. here on the team. Because uh, He's me- a
1: great storyteller. He's oh, a, and that's
0: that's why
1: uh, he is what he is and is who he is, is because he's a great storyteller. And sometimes in the story, the good guy's got to fall off a building, uh, and he doesn't <laughs> yeah. mind being that guy. You right. know what I mean? And that's 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 uh, that's Mick in a nutshell.
0: Uh, There's been a lot of people over the years talk about these type of, quote, hardcore matches, dog, and how they were, quote, bad for the business. What do you say to that? Uh,
1: Look, there's an argument to be made for that, and I don't disagree with that because there are valid points on both sides of the argument. I myself just actually suggested we don't do it nowadays because it does normalize this kind of craziness Mm -hmm. and and these – this weaponry and you know what I mean? So, so it, it does normalize that. So uh, look, I, I, so I don't know, but there's definitely an argument for both sides. I don't think it killed the business. You know, I'm sure, J- you know, uh, Jim Cornette would think some of this stuff killed the, bit. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he would or not To tell you the truth. Uh, <laughs> I'm just talking through name dropping Cornette. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and if you don't know, he ain't going. Um, so but what, 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 uh, like, I don't think it killed the business as we see today. Other company doing good business overseas. We're doing great business domestically and overseas. Like, it's just business is a booming uh, and business is good. And so to say anything killed the business is just not true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, you young kids are going to kill the business because you're working too fast. Oh, bull crap. Speed speed up, old man. Yeah, up. you know, and mustard.
0: Uh, Mick loses the title eventually to Big Boss Man in a ladder match on Raw and a few weeks later. You and Billy would drop the tag team titles to Ken Shamrock and Boss Man. Ah, son of a beasting. Did you know at this point that they were going to set you and Billy up for a singles run? Uh,
1: Yes. Yes, I did. I was going to say no, but yes, I did. This is the time where I literally uh, went in and asked Vince to please not split us up because I don't think... I can do it without Billy. Uh and that's just wow. me being honest. Like I honestly uh there what might have say? been there might have been tears shed too to be quite honest with you. Wow. And when I say might have been, I mean I cried. Uh and, and and look that's where I was. I I I want to be the first out of the curtain with the microphone, but hey, be right behind me. Be close. You know what I mean? And that and that's that's how I felt. I needed him uh I felt like I needed him. And when I was told I wasn't going to have him, it's as simple as that. I was like, no, I need him. I need something next. I can't stand out here alone. You know what I mean? It was, it was almost, uh, I don't want to say standing out there naked. Cause I don't want to put that visual in your head, by the way, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but, but, <laughs> but um,
0: Thinking about it. Pizza I, you rice. know, it just, it
1: just, it broke, it scared the crap out yeah. of me. That's where I was at. It scared me to death well, that I was going to have to do this on my own. What does Vince say to you? He tells me, you're going to be great. Like, this is going to be good for you. And it's going to be good for Ben. I knew it was going to be good for Billy because I knew what they had in mind. And I knew what he looked like. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I stood yeah. next to him and slept with him for. Wait. Same, same room. Oh, same I wanted way. to stop there just so people could use that and say, what? Uh, you know what I mean? So I just stopped for that dramatic We'll cut my pause. part out. Yeah, yeah, if you would. Yeah, you yeah just it'll just be you spooning. <laughs> um, I knew Billy was going to do great. I knew Billy was going to go on to do great things, and I didn't have the same confidence in myself, and that's all there was to it. Vince saw uh, what, what I think. Some people saw uh, once I became the hardcore champ. Like, okay, this this white trash dude's all right. Um, and so, I, you know, I think uh, I think it was it turned out being okay. I just didn't see that happening. I'm a big uh, future tripper, and I think we've talked about this before. That means that you ca- uh, forecast fear onto future events, stuff that ain't happened yet. I didn't know if I would succeed, if I would stand or fall as an individual talent. But I projected fear onto the future and said, oh, my God, I can't do it alone. And that's,
0: who do I think I am? Nostradamus? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here we go. Here's what happens in the future as you are worried about it. Billy seems focused on the IC title. And the next night on Raw, you would defeat the boss man for the hardcore title. This is from our friends over at The Torch. Road Dogg beat Big Boss Man to win the hardcore title when Mankind interfered yep. at 6 minutes and 53 seconds before the match. Road Dog did the outlaw intro. He did some mic work and talked Boss Man into putting his title on the line. They yeah. battled all over the arena. Late in the match, they battled through the crowd and into the area that was closed off to the fans. Boss Man tied a rope around Road Dog's neck and repeatedly slammed him into the wall. Mankind <sighs> came out through a net over Boss Man. Mankind hit him with what appeared to be a nightstick, which allowed Road Dog to score the pin. Yeah. The old heel-in-the-net gimmick, dog. Yeah. But yes. how big of a win was this for you, coming from what it was, the title itself, and who you won it from? Yeah,
1: yeah, huge deal for me, personally. I get goosebumps hearing it. I, I would love to watch it right now but we can't uh but 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 you might can if you go on peacock i don't know um but but so when i i love that they put in he put the noose around my neck and we were inside a vom in a big venue you know so you can imagine the the uh the balconies and stuff go up and there's kind of a vom where you can get into the venue with a, a vehicle or whatever and uh he just slings me back and forth into it into these metal guardrails and it was hurting so bad but it was it looked so awesome and felt so cool that I was just taking it you know what I mean and it was just and when you watch it I think you'll feel the same way I don't know um but look I, I it was very special to me man it was uh, this hardcore title. And then and then I kind of had some, some fun on TV with it. And I think they were entertaining, uh, fun matches. And I think part of that was the sadomasochistic uh, part of me that said, let's just get to the arena early and figure out where to beat the crap out of each other. You know what I mean? And that was kind of the mentality that I had is I would walk around the venue and go, okay, I want to do, we'll put a, this here and we'll put a table up here. And we'll, you know what I mean? And we'd set it all up and come up with this, Story of a fight, you know what I mean? Where it's not, but you're, there's ups and downs, and there's a, a heat section over here. But that's where we're in the back, and uh, like I, another favorite, like that that was a favorite of mine. And and look, I got the picture over my shoulder here is from uh, that that specific match. Uh, it's it, like I said earlier, it's there with with the hardcore title in my hand, blood coming out of my mouth, a noose around my neck. Uh, And I looked almost like I'm in shape because I just got done wrestling a match. So it's like a really one of my favorite pictures. And and the truth is I worked with big boss man and, and, and uh, and I had some really, really great times with Bubba. Um, One of them was when like a bag of weed fell out of his boot in the middle of a match and me and Mike Kyoto and big Bubba almost triple knocked out trying to get the bag of weed back in his boot. Um, but, <clears throat> Look, that was the good old days, people. Oh, um, so yeah, no, um, a lot of great times with Bubba. Um, so that that
0: match specifically means a lot
1: to me personally. So
0: uh, Bubba Ray Trailer, uh, I assume based on your stories there. Uh, not difficult to work with. You and him got along great.
1: Oh, we got along great. We we're two Georgia boys, and he had come up with my brothers, and and so I, you know, and it was almost like I was grandfathered in in his mind, and and I'm thankful for it, man, because we had we got it. We were two peas in a pod, and we had a really good time together. And and it and it wasn't all about partying and having fun, but we did a lot of that too. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was. Uh, I love I love me some Bubba Ray. Man, seeing... Uh, Tra- trailer.
0: Big Ray Trailer. Not not Bubba Ray Dudley. Right. We, talk, yeah, we talked make, about him. Make that clear. <laughs> um. Do you... Uh. By the way, fortunate enough to see him in person in real life. Yeah. A huge man. Huge, huge just man. Just a large human. Hey, and imagine him being able to move
1: like he could move. That's what made him an entity in this industry for so long. Uh, I just spit all over the place, and I'm sorry. But, but he... He was, he was doing stuff that was... Man, I remember him working an angle uh, when he first started with uh, uh, um, Hands of Stone, Ronnie Garvin. And man, it was they went all the way to a cage match and they, he would punch Bubba and Bubba would catch him off the ropes and hit him. Ah, man, it was just so cool and so... Uh, I don't know, real. It felt to me like, uh, like Hands of Stone was chopping the tree down with those
0: stone-like hands. Man, I, I, I just remember every time I think of him and I just picture him in the ring just from a kid's point of view, yeah. I just remember I loved the way he ran the ropes and had those oh, deep, deep. I mean, deep. he like he fell laid from center him. of the ring it yes. looked like. Yes, and see, that's what, that's <laughs> yes. what him,
1: uh, I like to fancy myself uh, the same like hitting the ropes i like to run them fast and dusting roads uh yes all, all remind me And it's, it's just <laughs> yes, long that. long Ooh. lanky and and lay into a man because uh, they're there and so you can go and so he was just a great athlete at his size incredible incredible love me some love me some ray trailer hey guys double j jeff Jarrett need to call a timeout real quick here i wanted to tell your listeners what i've been telling my world listeners for a while now about all the incredible things happening
0: over on atfreeshows.com On a bonus episode of Arn the Enforcer watches back Beach Blast 92 with the ultimate healing baby face in Rick Rude and Ricky Steamboat
1: Draw me a baby face something that everybody could get behind kids women old folks young folks men you know all guys wanted to be him. women I'm sure wanted to be with him Uh, He was the all-around
0: package. On Volume 55 of the Ask Conrad series, Conrad talks about some of his dream podcast partners, including a couple of degenerates. You know, from inside the business and taking over and NXT and all that, I don't think you could get a better podcast partner than Triple H there just because he's done so much. However, if you're talking about wanting to learn more about the psychology of wrestling and what makes a match and how to develop talent and all that, Could you beat Shawn Michaels?
1: Hey, that's just a small taste of what Shows has waiting for you, including a brand new perk, getting to join in on the live recordings of the shows with four levels to choose from, see for yourself, why AdFreeShows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at AdFreeShows.com. That's right, sign up today at AdFreeShows.com.
0: The next week, you would defend the title in one night in Albany, New York. Commissioner Michaels is there and announces you'll be defending the title against Val Venus. Oh, hello, ladies. Before we get into that and uh, go forward, what do you think of seeing Sean back in the commissioner role?
1: Oh, look, I love that because me and Sean have been friends, and we've gone through a lot of things in our friendship that's only made it stronger. Um, So at this time, we were definitely... uh, friends and, and, and cohorts, but it was good to have him back just as a personality on TV because he's that, he's that uh, charismatic and, and what a superstar. So any, anytime you can bring back somebody like that, look, he, he couldn't wrestle anymore at this time. How can, how can we get him on our TV show? And really it's like, look, I don't care how you do it, get him back on TV. Uh, people love him and he's good at
0: it. Besides the physical limitations, was he different at the end of 98 compared to when he left with his back injury in March?
1: Uh no, I don't think so. I mean okay. not look not to me anyway uh, sure. and and look i I wasn't in the click, but I was uh click like and so <laughs> i was <laughs> so i wa I was definitely on the outskirts of that a lot of the click were my really good friends individually. I just wasn't their friends. Conglomerately, I don't know if, that, if, I, if I just made up a word there, uh, but 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 factionally, yeah, yeah, either either one works. Uh, I go both ways. We all know that. Um, <laughs> and I, I mean, anyway, I'm spending that pizza roll money now. Let's uh, let's get into the hardcore. I beat I, I beat Val Venus, or yeah. It? Let's
0: get into the match from the torch. Road dog fought Val Venus to a no contest in two minutes and two seconds oh. when Test interfered. Oh, okay. Road Roger dog. That. Here's my favorite line. Road dog did some pre-match spiel similar to the tag title announcement, but spoke badass's role himself since badass wasn't with him. Val mm. announced to the ladies that his left leg is known as Christmas and his right leg is known as New Year's. Quote. So ladies, why don't you come visit the big Val between the holidays? <laughs> Very good line. Good. Says hey, George. he had good stuff. At 1.20, mm. Tess, Ken, Ken Shamrock, Bossman, and Kane came to ringside as Val gyrated over Road Dogg. Oh. Test gave him a bulldog from behind. Team oh. Corporate attacked Val, so X-Pac, Badass, and Hunter ran to the ring for the save. Vince McMahon came out and told Road Dogg he'll be defending the Hardcore title again later on Raw against what? Mankind. Vince told X-Pac... For Bronco busting his son last week, <laughs> he'll get payback. Nobody ridicules the McMahon family. Nobody laughs at my son Shane. Nobody. Oh, all right, that's a good promo. Did you? This all think... sounds
1: exciting too. Yeah, it
0: was. That was. That's I wish I it. remembered it. That's. How... <laughs> <laughs> uh did you think about trying to mix up the entrance and intro lines without having billy what did you think about that yeah of course look i was gonna try to i was gonna have to do something you know what
1: i mean i was gonna that's what it's one of the things that brought me to the dance and so could i utilize that but let uh let's let's customize it let's make it bespoke remember we bespoke about that uh but Mm. but if how can i customize it and 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 uh um evolve it to 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 meet this new guy and so for this was like two nights later or a week later or whatever I was just trying trying some stuff out I'm sure it got one and a quarter star
0: <laughs> this is the beginning of the association with mankind and DX at the mm-hmm. time what did you think of Mick oh I love Mick and
1: Mick was a star any any like it was to me that was a cool relationship. Like, yeah, DX's baby faces would, would dig Mick Foley. I, I dig Mick Foley as a human being. Um, but yeah, I always loved Mick. Any 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 elbow rubbing we got to do with Mankind, Mick Foley or Dude Love, I, I was always in, in favor
0: of. Speaking of factions, we mentioned the corporation. And at DX, did you guys think you guys would be feuding for a long time? Seems like that was could have uh, yeah, been there. It,
1: yeah, it does it does uh seem that way. And to be quite honest, I don't remember much of it, and that might have some reason why it didn't continue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I but I don't know that, uh to be quite honest with you. I don't know anything that went down about around this time. Uh I was I was rolling. They see me rolling.
0: Um They're hating. <laughs> Patrolling, they're trying to catch me riding dirty. Uh, from the torch, Rock came to the ringside to join Cole and Lawler. Uh, Cole was crying about being shot in the face with a water gun on commentary. <laughs> the t- oh, I added that uh, for the TV main event, <laughs> Road Ooh. Dog versus Mankind. He mocked Road Dog for quote saying the same thing every night. Rock said he would make sp- That's awesome. Wait, who sh- who said that? Uh, Rock. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, Rock. <laughs> the guy who says the same thing. Every, every night. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rock said he made a special reservation for Mankind at the SmackDown Hotel right Ooh. on the corner of Know Your Role Boulevard and Jabroni Drive. They yeah. showed Michaels arriving backstage, then cut to a commercial. Road Dog pinned Mankind in nine minutes and eight seconds to retain the Hardcore Championship. The match was joined in progress after the commercial break that's very interesting. That by is the way. interesting. Um, we must have gone not, long. The promo segment must have well, gone long. Or we're going to talk about this. During the wild <laughs> hardcore match, which included brawling up the rampway, table shots, chair shots, yep. at seven minutes they brought into the crowd, Mankind dove off the stands with an elbow onto Road Dog, I'd driving like him through right a table. There. What? Yeah.
1: Hurt so bad the elbow he, he was a he was a large man at the time very large large and the only way for him and i both to be safe is for him to land on me and we both eat the table like that's the only there's no other there's no you don't have another option like uh, oh just just you land over there and drop the ovo on me you know you you're gonna you're gonna eat me up and boy did he eat me up. So I'm sorry I cut you off. It hurt really bad. I will continue. I'm 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 as taking you, a walk down memory lane.
0: As you ate the table very hardcore, like rock. Then gave mankind a rock bottom on the floor, leading to the pin. Road Dogg saw replay on the Titantron and yelled, "I don't want to win like that."
1: No. Oh, how I about don't? that? I'm not a I'm not a heel. I'm a babyface. All right, so let uh, and, and and Mick was my friend, right? If I'm going to beat him in combat in hand to hand combat or the queen's fisticuffs, then I want to do it fair and square. And if I hadn't seen it, dang, I wouldn't have said anything. I'd have
0: just mm. skated. You off saw the, and the replay title. and were like, "Well, yeah. I don't
1: want that." Now I'm in public and I saw it. Like I got to stand up for.
0: Let's break down a couple things like that. One, we mentioned it. Break it down. Why did you, if you had to theorize, and you hit on it a little bit. Why were we joining a match in progress? I have no idea. That's very. That seems like something Vince. Honestly,
1: eight. something. Yeah, something went long, and they had. I don't know. I can't even. I don't okay. remember. Only thing really that I remember about any of that was that table spot.
0: Hey everybody, this is Ian Riccaboni, the voice of Ring of Honor Wrestling. Same with Conrad, they were very appreciative of my time and they really worked with my schedule. The Conrad's team uh, met me at the hours that I needed to meet them to walk through the specifics. Uh, the paperwork was clear, the communication was clear to make the decision super easy to work with. So we actually went from a 30-year mortgage to refinance down to a 15-year mortgage and now our
1: house is going to be paid by the time the kids go to college. If you want to save like I did and like Nick Aldis did and so many others, uh, in the professional wrestling world, please go to savewithconrad.com.
0: NMLS number 65084. People how help you land it. It's savewithconrad.com. You've talked about how great of a guy he is, how great he is to work with, talking about Mick Foley. You are now, I mean, just think of this sentence. You're working with Mick Foley in the main event of a Raw. This is a huge deal for anybody. For, for the the hardcore title. Incredible. And And, and look how,
1: man damn you drugs. Uh, it's just, uh, no, damn you, Brian. You know what I mean? It's, 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 uh, it, it's a shame because in just a short amount of time, the proof was in the pudding that, okay, I could do this, but because of my personal problems, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it personally. And that's, that hurts my heart. You know what I mean? I, I don't. Again, I don't, and I won't let that li- that statement live. Like I'm, I'm ashamed. I regret because I had to go through that to get to here, and I'm thankful for all of the things I have and all the things I don't have. Um, I just, I if I if I could have, uh, I could do it professionally. That's that's what I was trying to get at. It it it, it dawns on me that okay, professionally, you could have been a player, uh, individually, but personally I couldn't do it. And that, you know, I think about that and go, but I don't beat myself up. I use that as tackling fuel. Bobby Boucher says, talks about tackling fuel and that's my tackling fuel, man. As I, I think about that, could there, and, and it was actually a question earlier that somebody asked, man, could there have been, uh, uh, you know, a longer road, uh, for the road dog and we'll never know because Brian is a dumb <laughs>
0: Uh, (laughs) let's start that gent the next draw um uh, putting together a match like this with mick does you both call the match does he call a lot of it what's going on oh yeah no it's it's it's
1: definitely uh we we both talk it's it's a conglomerate uh effort you know what i mean and and so the the table spot i don't know he he wanted to climb up there and i was I said, "Yeah, that'll be awesome. It'll look awesome. It'll be awesome." It just really hurt really bad. Um, and it did all those things. It looked awesome on TV. Um, I, I had a. I, you're right, though. It was. I wish I would have been sober, and I wish I would have had uh, a grasp of the gravity of what you just said like the main event monday night raw during the attitude era uh singles match for a new title uh you know what i mean like it's they put a lot of trust in me um and i and i failed them i failed them from a personal level you know what i mean again i ain't beating myself up but i gotta keep that fact handy or else i forget my past and, and i don't learn lessons from
0: it you know well, uh, you've beat Mick now. You didn't want to win like that, but you did yeah. retain. And the next night, something epic happens. Oh, my. I but no first, heat happened. was taped.
1: Oh. Um, <laughs> Is that how it reads? Is that how it reads from the Observer?
0: <laughs> no, that's how it reads from us. Here. Oh, you're the best. Uh, the Torch says the New Age Outlaws made their way to the ring. Road Dog did his usual intro, but badass Billy Gunn ripped on Ken Shamrock before doing his second line. Road Dog took the mic back and challenged The Rock to a hardcore title match by saying, I don't want a soft porn match. I want a hardcore match. Team Corporate oh. came out onto the ramp. Shamrock said he wouldn't give Gunn a match. Rock took the mic and said, Obviously, Jesse James, you want me to make you famous? He said. Road Dog mm-hmm. wasn't ready to wrestle the great one, and said he'd have to get through tests to get to him. But but I did want to wrestle him. Like I was. He says <laughs> I was. I actually said,
1: "Can we wrestle? Like get Please. out of here, hardcore, not soft porn. Let's fight." And and he said, "You're not ready." And I was mm-hmm. like, "No, no, no. I I'm ready. I literally just said." Ready is wherever going to yeah, be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'm beat sad. I'll beat the other guy first.
0: Uh, Mankind came out to sit in on commentary, which scared Shane away, and Road Dogg beat Test in a DQ at 2 minutes and 50 seconds in a non-title match. Uh, Why would they not put the title on the line? Because, man, he doesn't deserve it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, By the way, it makes sense. Mankind chanted along with Road Dogg during his entrance. Road Dogg caught him into the ring and had Mankind play the part of badass. Mankind took the mic and said, if you're not down with that. I got one word for you, Sacco. Uh, apparently, he's Terry Funk. Anyway. Hey, is that what is that what Terry said? <laughs> That's what Mankind said. That's yes. actually
1: really good.
0: Uh, the match was okay, but Mankind's commentary stole the spotlight. Ah. He said he hates test and said he wanted to make a bet because quote anybody can look good coming in and all oh pumped up looking neat and pretty with a hairstyle like that. I give this kid three months and he won't be able to live up to, oh, he's doing good now. But he won't. The rigors of the road. This is a man's job. He also said, this guy looks like a glorified hairdresser out there. And to Road Dog, he said, lay those boots in like you did to me. Throw him off the stage in a dumpster. So yeah, he well, I, did, I did do that
1: to him, and I think I did it to Tess, too.
0: Then The Rock ran in out of nowhere for the DQ, which brought Mankind into the uh, ring to help Road Dogg. Dogg, when you're looking back on it now, we're talking about we're joking with Tess, <sighs> but how did Tess not become a gigantic star for the WWF? Look, he and I don't. Everything. Great I don't, hair, know, I don't know this tall. for sure,
1: but you're asking me, and so I'm telling you what I think. I think drugs were the downfall of Test as well, and I, and I, I and I say that because I they were the downfall of the Road dog also, and so he, he did. He fit every. He was a good kid. He was a good talent. He was long. He was quick across the ring. Like it was. There were a lot of things, a lot of positives. Um, and and again, I don't know. I got screwed up and fired uh so i wasn't there when he got screwed up and fired you know what i mean but honestly i think uh you know thank god in heaven above i came out the other side of it a lot of my friends haven't and that's you know if you don't do drugs don't start and if
0: you started stop i can't hear you oh Well, that'll help if I turn my mic back on. You don't have to, though. I had to cough. It was nice just being quiet for a second. Yeah, I know. We should have
1: the quiet moment on our show. (laughs) From the wrestler,
0: from the observer. But but freeze me like this. (laughs) Yeah. Well, somebody just did. They screenshotted it. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Somebody (laughs) will throw that up on Twitter. Um, Also, while we're here, we're talking about him. How good was The Rock at this point? I mean, this is where we're jamming.
1: Yeah, yeah, very good. And really coming into his own, and I think realizing uh, because he wasn't a drug addict <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he looked so good. Uh, it was so, I was so angry with him personally. I was just so jealous of him. And, and I really was too. And I picked on him. <laughs> and I, 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 that's just the truth. Uh, you know, anybody that was around back then, you know, around me anyway, will tell you like, you were a real jackass to him and it was because he scared me. He scared me to death, man. He had, he was the, he was the total package. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and that's but, but he was really good. I always get into my personal, uh, baggage because I want to be transparent and I want to talk about the, what I was going through then and, and how I've look, he was one of the guys I went to first, uh, to, to make amends in my, um, in my recovery, uh, to, to, he was one of the guys I went to and and he probably thought f you punk look at you now you know what I mean like I don't know what he thought uh, it's none of my business what he thought I was doing this so I could clean up my side of the street and then lay my head down at night excuse me he was gracious as as gracious could be and was respectful and looked me in the eye and thanked me for saying that and and, and, and Man, it made it made a difference to me, and I've talked on here before about different people I've made amends to uh, that tried to help me, and I and I metaphorically spit in their face because you don't know me, you don't know what I'm going through, you don't know, you know what I mean, and it's basically just Cartman. Um, <laughs> Damn right. I don't want cheesy poop. You uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. So and no, he, no heat with the rock now.
1: No, no, no. no. Well, not that I know of none remains for me. I actually respect him a lot more because I recognized what my problem with him was. You know what I mean? And I, I, I kind of went like, Oh, you're just, you're just a egomaniac that, that, was terrified of him, so you treated him. I taught talk, I talked horrible to him, and I, I goaded him, and you know what I mean. I was. I don't know. I was. I was probably a bully to him because I wanted to get more attention than he was getting. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know all the all the motives. I just know it was wrong, and I know it uh, felt good when I when I made that right for me. Like I said, I don't know if he truly accepted that and said like, oh, cool, man, I'm glad he came around, or if he said, yeah. Suck it, punk. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know <laughs> what he said. Um, but again, I didn't do it uh, to clear his mind. I did it to clear mine. Um, and it, it helps, man. It takes a weight off your shoulders.
0: From the torch, uh, as we go later that night in Orchester, uh, you would have another match. Road dog being out with Hedge. How, how, much, how f- am I working like every You're night? killing it. Making that pizza roll money, dog. I you. was dog. I was pizza rolling. Uh, from the torch, Road Dog beat out Snow with Head to retain the WWF hardcore title. At 8 minutes and 38 seconds, Snow came to the ring wearing his blood soaked shirt. He placed Head on the ramp and hid as Road Dog made his entrance. Road Dog spotted Head. Oh, no, you got sucked in. I man. got sucked
1: in. I he got went over in. to
0: it, and Snow jumped out from behind a curtain and attacked Road Dog. They battled the all thing over the about backstage, Hey, the Gary. thing
1: about that is let me stop you right there. Yeah. Is we went over that earlier, and I still fell for it.
0: Oh, dog, Like I just
1: hey, shame on me. You know what this I mean? Just
0: like when you went out with your glasses on your head, dogs. Yes,
1: yes. we went over this. We've gone, I, but look, I do me. I do me. They, they and I battle. charge, I charge extra on OnlyFans for that.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> a trick. What, yeah. That's a top tier subscriber platform. <laughs> you ain't getting that for the free preview. Uh Road Dog spotted head. That's also a tear on your own fans. <laughs> Road Dog spotted head, went over to it, so jumped out from behind the curtain and attacked him. They battled all over the backstage area, finally outside the arena, where it was snowing. Road dog hit a pile driver on a crate and scored the pin outside. He ran back into the arena for yeah. the ring to celebrate with the crowd. Dog, when you're working, you touched on it before, when you're working a match like this with yeah. many different locations, yeah. Do you walk through it beforehand and know where you're going. Is <clears throat> it feel how much is the balance there?
1: Yeah. 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 Look, you you got to walk through where you're going because cameras got to follow you. So okay. you have to have a route and it has to be feasible for everybody to, 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 uh, negotiate navigate and so then then if there's oh this is a cool thing here for instance in this match here there was a rack of and i've shared this many times and will many times more uh there was a rack uh, like a cart full of poinsettias because it was getting to be holiday time and snowing outside and 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 al snow picked up a poinsettia and threw it at me as like he was coming in from center field and hit me right in the face with a potted poinsettia, um, a plastic potted poinsettia that you would buy at any $5 store. And (laughs) so it hurt really bad, but not nearly as bad as him soaking me with a water hose before we went outside into the snow, uh, Uh (laughs) to, to fight some more. Uh, and the, the, it was, look, that's one of my favorite matches also, uh, same reasons. I love Al Snow, and we went, we went hardcore. And how much is
0: that called out? Is he saying I'm going to hit you with the hose? First no, 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 or, no, no, okay. no, no, no. A lot of this stuff is just cliff notes. Kind just, of, we're going here. Yeah, and see we're what doing happens. here.
1: We're doing. Well, yeah. And look there. See all those garbage cans? I'll throw you into those. Okay, cool. Uh, and if something's not over here, hey, can we put some broomsticks over here? Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and we'll we'll fight our. And then we. And then honestly, you fight your way through it. You know what I mean? And 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 that's in a in a sadomasochistic way, and this all is all about that, by the way. Uh it's it's so invigorating to not know what you're doing, to not expect him. While I'm looking for something to pick up a poinsettia and hit you in the face with it, and also to not fight him after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> to not to not literally try to pull his eyeball out because he just threw a poinsettia at my face. Um, so so it's it's really. It's exhilarating. It's like a fight, you know, and that's that's why I liked it. Uh, it's also why I hated it. Like it hurt and it got, you know what I mean. And we were we were throw we were throwing in there. Um, and so far, all I've worked with is people that didn't mind doing it like that. I and mean, we talked about Al Snow, Mick Foley, uh, Test, and Val Venis got a taste. Um, but but look, I, I think I had one with Gangrel where I tapped out to a table. Um, but to me, like I, I don't know how long this little run was. I'm loving just talking about it, and I and I know how much I like doing it. I was just on some I was on some different drugs at this time, um, but but it was not good. It was there were there were no uh, good nothing good came out of it.
0: <laughs> we're going to put the poinsettia back on the shelf because okay. let me tell you. It's coming back in the fan questions, my friend. Uh, a <laughs> okay. lot of poinsettia talk. <laughs> okay. And we love it. So we're going to get to the details of more of that. But later that night, Foley would defeat Rock to win the WWF title with uh, DX and the corporation. We held ringside. him on our shoulders. Here we go.
1: Yeah.
0: Austin comes out to, one of, to probably one of the biggest pops ever. Hits Rock with a chair. Mankind goes on top. And he's the new WWF champion and parades around with DX afterwards. So much to discuss, dog, Mm -hmm. if you do remember, and I know you don't remember much. Do you remember the pop? Because everyone still talks about it. I do.
1: I remember the pop, and you can't forget it. But I also want people to understand, uh, we were hearing that every night. Uh, We (laughs) were hearing that every night and not not necessarily for us but nine times out of ten we were in the ring when it happened you know what i mean and sometimes it would be for the rock sometimes it would be for austin sometimes it would be for taker sometimes we were in the ring for a lot of those pops on a lot of these nights and so like the fans remember like the, and i've seen footage of old newest loudest new age outlaw chant ever and i was like holy crap that was an awesome one like <laughs> you know when i hear it back but what i don't I don't remember that one being like that unless it was the one. No, that was a live <laughs> event. Um, so that was a live event. Um, but, but, but so we, we were hearing that pops a lot. Uh, those pops a lot. We were accustomed to them. So it wasn't like, oh, that was the loudest one I've ever heard. Because I've heard some really friggin' loud ones before too, you know.
0: I can't wait for everybody to ask you that. That's the next question they're going to ask. Uh, what, the biggest pop you've ever heard. Oh, for me? for anybody uh,
1: it was uh oh oh i man it's tough it's tough it's tough because i've i've sat in there i'll tell you what the best one i've sat in there for is taker's entrance is you're in the ring and and it's like me and billy and hunter in the ring and it's and it's the acolytes and taker coming out and madison square garden in the main event and that's pretty friggin' cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you just did your old steel, uh, deal with Billy and Hunter took us home was, you know, so, are you ready? And I, so it was just really a magical moment where when those lights out and that gong hits, there's something uh, supernatural about that. But, but look, there's something very visceral about a, a late, uh, for me, late rock, uh, pop and an Austin pop. Like it was... It was tit for tat with those guys coming out uh, when their music hit that because it was it was like a, a an explosion of pop. You know what I mean? it was a, yeah. it was a, a different like gut feeling pop. <laughs> it was weird. Uh,
0: but man, electric uh, boogie woogie woogie. You also that night seemed genuinely happy in the ring with Mick. I, I know it had to be legit happiness for yeah. you. Uh, but talk about what you saw from the locker room. He Mick seems at this point, he doesn't have much heat with anybody. It seems like everyone was genuinely happy for him.
1: A hundred percent. And I, so I think that's that was uh, across the board. You know what I mean? I, I think even uh, WCW was so happy about it, they told him early that he was going to win <laughs> well, the title. we're going to get uh, to that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then like 500,000 people switched channels. <laughs> uh, uh. So, so uh, muchas gracias, señor. <laughs> uh, but, but uh, yeah, we'll get to that here in a second.
0: Uh, the same night, like we mentioned, Tony Schiavone is instructed by Eric Bischoff to talk about how Mick is winning the title and how, quote, the infamous line, "That'll put some butts in the seats." <laughs> um, do you remember hearing about this? Uh, no, no, okay. and and I, I because I
1: probably did, but it was probably the next day. You know what I mean, or or even the next week, uh, because sometimes if we went home from TV. I would talk to anybody or, you know, I would uh, definitely uh, huddle up in my room and, you know, hide.
0: Well, it's a taped Raw, so you're all at home watching this or Nitro (laughs) with the finger poke of doom or knowing you, you were out partying, as you just mentioned. I was was not watching wrestling. (laughs) You've seen and heard about it now. Uh, Yeah. What was your immediate, if you can remember back then, What do you think of Nash losing to Hogan with the finger poke? doom well look i love that
1: i think it's i think it's funny i think me and billy did that one time for a for a title match where they where he, like he pinned me or something and they had to make it out the outlaw rule uh that i've heard tell of <laughs> uh and then, then i think uh kofi and uh and uh xavier woods did it on tv but the fa- the people were smart to it so they tried to cl- pin in each other and everybody made the save real quick um <laughs> but me and billy got away with it um I totally was putting myself over and forgot what we were talking
0: about. The finger poking doom.
1: Oh yeah, I liked. It. I mean, look, it's it's
0: because he joined.
1: It was a, it, the fix was in. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, I don't. I think it's good. I think it's you know people go, oh god, who killed the business? Whatever. Everybody's got an opinion. They all stink.
0: Uh, you hinted at it. Thank you, gra- uh, Muchos gracias, sir. <laughs> what was the feeling knowing that WCW tried to ruin the moment for Mick and it backfired?
1: Well, well, look, I'm sure. Uh, and I know this to be true, that that means a lot to Mick Foley, um, and rightfully so. Like, that would mean a lot. Mick and I, I feel like we're for different characters, but we're cut of the same... Uh, sweatpants. Cloth. cloth. <laughs> we're cut of the same flannel sweatpants. Yes, there we go. Um, burlap sack. Uh, but But so... Like I know it meant a lot to him. You know what I mean? To, to, because that's hey, that's proof in the pudding, Jack. Uh, you, it, you tried to you tried to do something uh, nefarious, and people watched and they loved what they watched, and they started not coming back to you. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. It's it had to feel good to him personally, professionally. Like you said earlier, everybody loved Mick, man. So so, like everybody was happy. Fans, boys. Women like everybody was like, "Yes, I love this guy. He's my champion."
0: Uh, Let's talk about some of our friends, dog, and that is Athletic Greens. A lot of champions using Athletic Greens, baby. Look at you, the kids on the street call it AG One. You knew that.
1: I knew that because I'm a kid and I'm on the street, dog. Sorry. Um.
0: Look, here's the deal. You can use this every single day. It changes yeah. your routine for the better because yeah. you're not keeping up with all of these different pills trying to figure out, hey, I need to take this, and then if you're going to take this, if you add this, it boosts it, and then I need that, though, because I need this. Everything <laughs> is in AG1. Yeah, one, one scoop. scoop, and you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right and this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous oh. system your immune system so, your say that, energy say that, recovery say first focus. one
1: so that first one, one but more you
0: need time. to focus on aging but if you want to focus on <laughs> gut health AG1 handles both of those But did you say AG like AG, no, or AG? aging oh, aging. Yeah. I should focus on that but, but it's the
1: it's gut the, health. The gut health is where it's all at, man. Yeah. That one is those... scoop, high quality poop. Once <laughs> a day, you <laughs> heard what I say every day, AG1. That's those probiotics
0: that gets that gut back in order. will get
1: your gut health going. Ready to, to rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. I... What, what is the convenience is the word, hashtag convenience, because it's all there in one pourable pouch. And you? I put a little orange juice in mine bing bang boom bob's your uncle i've done my my morning constitution and part of that is racking up all these vitamins and 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 you know what i mean like it, this is one scoop a day once a day every day and if you ain't down with that i got an three uh A G one whatever
0: AG one. Here's <laughs> the deal. I'm gonna work
1: on that. I'm gonna it's work got, on that.
0: It's got this uh exotic taste is how I would do it. Pineapple yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fruity tropical Tropical. I'm,
1: Go with tropical.
0: Tropical is maybe the yeah. words I'm looking for. And I will be honest, uh when I started AG one, I did not get to finish it because my wife took it over. Yep. Yeah. Um she saw how easy it is. She is super in shape. She's a CrossFit coach, this whole deal. Yep. And she went, wait, 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 wait. You're getting all that in one scoop? I don't have this pill thing out like I'm 80 years old, oh, taking man. the you know, morning, noon, night. Boom! A scoop and was yep. done. Plus, they've got the travel, uh, that travel glass container. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm, I'm, I'm missing the word for it, but the little shaker. Shaker. It's a shaker. Um, you got that and you're already ready. To go, yeah. and Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues himself, what I and tell ended you. up, yeah, he ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him a hundred dollars a day. Yeah, well, Whoa. I can tell you this much: AG ones don't cost you that. No, it does not. So he created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on his own. It costs less than $3 a day. Woo! That's a big old price difference it's right
1: there. $97 difference. And I'm it's also, an event... I'm also a mathematician.
0: You, look at that. I did not know yeah. I was dealing with the Brainiac over look, here. Look, my fingers gone. Uh, it's not. Oh, wait. I said <laughs>
1: mathematician. My bad.
0: <laughs> You're AG1. investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your coffee habit. We can Amen. promise you that. Cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health and to make it easy. We love easy right here. Amen. If there's one thing they say about me and dog, we're easy. Okay? Like, wait a minute. That came out wrong. Or did it? (laughs) Athletic Greens is going to give you a free... 1 year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and 5 free travel packs with your first purchase dog you saw that yeah. when we got it yeah. you travel all the time going back and forth to these live events yeah. traveling packs by AG1 made it so easy for you yeah so,
1: so look I said it before I'll say it again convenience 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 it's uh it's like uh what you know the deal in real estate is location 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 this, this is all about one scoop once a day and you've got everything you've needed, uh, or everything you need, and 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 that's
0: that. Like it don't get no easier than that. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com/slash. D O G G. Again, that's athleticgreens.com/slash/dog to take ownership over your health yep. and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we thank Athletic Greens for yes. supporting us at Yo, you didn't know, so we ask that you support them one scoop once a day every day every a day. g one a
1: g one baby. A-G-1. you can probably help my son he don't have high quality poop loopy doop scoopy doop
0: okay cool um what's next <laughs> let me get through life with <laughs> your son pooping okay Dog, two weeks later, you would take on Gangrel in a oh. WWF Hardcore title match. Can we discuss this entrance? It's one of the best entrances of all time. For me? Torch, Road Dog beat Gangrel in five minutes and 50 seconds to retain the WWF Hardcore title. But Before the match, Gangrel splayed, sprayed his blood in Road Dog's face. Yes. They brawled to ringside. Back in the ring, Road Dog set up a table. Gangrel low-blowed Road Dog and oh. power-bombed him through the table. Oh, Road yeah. dog came back and set up another table at ringside.
1: because yeah, I'm stupid.
0: Place Gangrel on top of it. Road dog hit an elbow off the ring apron, but the table didn't, didn't break. break. Oh. Gangrel ran back to the ring and leg-dropped. Uh, Road Dog ran back yeah. to the ring. Leg-dropped leg dropped Gangrel table off the table still didn't break. Still didn't break road dog hit another elbow and finally the table broke road dog backdropped gangrel onto the broken table hit two Ooh. chair shots and got the pin at ringside yeah you, you know weren't what they, doing the they, job to the table were you i was i was and i was angry about it um
1: and and so the, the look i'll tell you i'll give you a little inside baseball of the finish here and they took it out uh I don't know why. I think they just thought it was a mishap or something. They didn't understand my mentality. But I remember going to uh, Jack Lanza and going, hey, you know what we never do is beat somebody with a chair shot. I said, I want to just hit him with a chair shot and knock him out. And he's out. And I pin him. You know what I mean? And like, why can't we do that? And he goes, okay, well, maybe hit him with two. And I was like, okay, okay. Because look, we were doing it every week. Everybody was hitting everybody with chairs. And so... It made sense that, you know, uh, hit him with two. So so I hit him with two, and then I reached down to get him and grab his hair, and I went to pull him up, and he just dead-weighted me. So, like, I pulled up a dead body, and then I let him drop back down, and then I pinned him. And for TV, they cut out the part where I pulled his the dead body up. No! Yeah, they cut out that part. And then, so I just remember, like, oh, man, that was, to me, that was the whole cell was like, oh, yeah. He just beat him right there. You know what Knocked I mean? him and, out. Yeah, and, and look, I guess that's what you gathered anyway, but I, figured, I felt like that one piece
0: needed to be there to tell the story, but screw me. Um, when you're going through a pre-match like this, yeah. do you ever discuss what happens if the table doesn't break? <laughs> not, not once. And, uh, and because you
1: just figure like... It's going to break. I don't know. And, and look, I don't know that I really committed to going through it with him like Mick did with me. I, I might have been trying to work a little too I, I might not have I might not have been trying to kill some kill myself or or him, you know what I mean? <laughs> and 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 that's all oh, shame on me. Uh, truth be told because now you now I have this horrible feeling of, oh, I just didn't go through a table with my offensive move <laughs> off of the apron. I better get back. So then I climb to like the second rope and drop an elbow, but I still don't commit to go and all just eating him up you know what i mean and then i was just like you know what i'm just gonna jump and put my butt on him and uh (laughs) we're just both going through the air uh, through this table you know what i mean like i don't care. so it was that was the only thing i literally you know you remember that part like oh oh that feels so horrible Uh, to (laughs) to do the job for it like twice
0: well and because everyone in the arena goes well that was supposed to break yeah yeah (laughs) So yeah. you know and, I've and, got and to do
1: it. Yeah, yeah, and just so you know, there were a lot of people in the arena.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I was uh, like, Oh You're having some really good matches in this environment. I, it seems to be playing to your strengths here. Yeah. Um, and you feel like you're in your comfort zone. You seem like it the way you're talking about it now, the way it yeah. looked. By the way, what was the one agent who helped you the most during this time? Um... P- probably Pat Patterson and
1: Jack Lanza. I mean, and and really, really, the agents back then were very, very different than they are today. Uh, the the producers of yesteryear were uh, were not producers; they were literally just handlers to handle the idiots. Um, and so, so, uh, and and also, none of those gentlemen had been had ever done hardcore stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that was unheard of. Right. And so, I don't know if any of them helped me with the constructing of the match. I think that was more of a me and whoever the talent was. And and look, when you're in that scenario, you're really giving your body to another dude in, in some really crazy ways. And so, it has to be give and take, and it has to un- be understood that that's how it is. <laughs> and so... Uh, so you know, t- tough guys. I don't know. I don't consider myself tough, but I can take a beating. You know what I mean. Uh, so, so I had a blast with those guys. I don't even know what you were talking about. Well,
0: the, so the agents were were not as involved.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Uh,
0: on Raw, um, January twenty fifth, nineteen ninety nine, from Phoenix, Torch says Road Dog and Al Snow beat Brood, Edge, and Gangrel when Road Dog pinned Gangrel at five forty seven in a hardcore match. As Brood made their ring entrance. By coming up through the stage floor, surrounded by fire, Ugh. Road Dogg and Snow sprayed them with fire extinguishers. <laughs> they brawled into the back area where they fought among dumpsters and crates. At 5:30, Blue Dust, hand in hand, oh. to Snow. That led to the pin. Road Dogg and Snow returned to the stage to celebrate with the fans who were stuck watching the match on the Titantron. We've got mm. Al Snow, Boo. we've got Heat, we've got <laughs> Blue Dust. I've, I hate to ask you this: Was your acid the drug of choice at this time? It, uh, not at we this got time. Blue Dust and <laughs> Head and Al Snow. <laughs> but Man. I
1: definitely can imagine riding on a rainbow <laughs> on a unicorn. Uh, um, it was awesome, right? It sounds awesome yeah it's super fun oh uh, but but, it, but all it, they were stuck watching it on the titan let me get <laughs> that in there because i'm negative nancy
0: uh, <laughs> we need a dx with fire extinguishers I mean. <laughs> that's the x uh what do you think of working with very young edge here he is early on here
1: oh yeah very very young look i loved working with those guys but okay. I, wish, I wish I would have been sober for it um, because I wasn't, and I didn't appreciate where they were coming from. And, and I look, I've told this story before. I'm very open about it. I used to laugh at them because they would show up early and be talking about the match and, and stretching and do, you know what I mean? Like doing all these things that a professional level athlete should do. Uh, and I was, under the table asleep. you know what I mean? And tell them to keep it down so I can catch some shut eye, you know, before our match. And so, so it's, it was me, uh, looking at them and laughing and not realizing, uh, or like I was told earlier, a joke where I'm not realizing I'm the punchline, you know what I mean? Like not realizing like, Oh, my existence is the real joke here. Uh, and, and that's sad to say, but, you know, I I, uh, I told this story before, too. I saw them not long ago. It was a couple of years ago, I guess now. And, and they were both down at Eaton. And I went over to them and said, I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but I'm sorry for the way I treated y'all, if I treated y'all bad. And, you know, I know I, I, I kicked Christian so hard, he lost his breath for like a month. Oh. Uh, but, but, like, I, <laughs> I, you know, and I, and I treated them, I bullied them verbally and stuff. And I was just an a-hole. And, or I thought I was, anyway, having this conversation. They go, no, you were always really cool, man. X Pac was the dick. (laughs) I said, like, no, that's not true. (laughs) Like, I never saw him. I never saw him in that light ever in my life. And to think that they thought of that, I thought, like, wait, what? Uh, I imagine he's apologized to them too, probably fifty times. (laughs) They're like, we get it, guys. You apologize.
0: Well, you're going good. You're having fun. You're working with Young Edge, and then sadly. You and Snow team up again, and this time you're going against the Acolytes, oh God. Bradshaw and Farouk. Don't show a picture of them, whatever Ooh. you do. Don't. It gives me gun shy. The Torch says the Acolytes beat Road Dogg and Al Snow in a hardcore tag team match at 6 minutes 32 seconds. All four men battled throughout the arena. Snow and Farouk battled out back. Snow took control, but Viscera came out and power oh. slammed him through a table. Farouk went back to the ring and helped Bradshaw put Road Dog through a table oh, with a double-team powerbomb, which set up to pin a <sighs> shot aired in the back of Road Dog and Snow, arguing about who let whom down. Uh-huh. Road dog hit Snow with a chair twice. Were you hurt on the powerbomb through the table? I'm a
1: horrible friend. <laughs> I want to say that now. Uh, <laughs> um... I was hurt when you said I had this match a few seconds ago. Oh, like right God. then I started writhing in pain. Mm. Don't ask me to spell that.
0: Uh, we've um, all heard horror stories, oh, unfortunately God. about working with the acolytes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What was it like working for you?
1: It was a fight uh, for my life every night. And I, Sadly enough, I'm I'm here for it and I was there for it. And and we would we would do things to them and they would do things to us that were not nice physically. Uh and I'm not talking about like grab ass or anything like that. It was hit you in the back as hard as I can with my forearm, you know what I mean? Kick you in the gut like really hard and then waffle you in the back and and then but I don't know, it was just Weird, weird
0: time in my life.
1: Bring on the pain.
0: <laughs> That's you, where I was at. You know they're working stiff going into this. Oh, when, yeah. What's the first moment you remember like, okay, they're correct. They do. No, uh, no, no, no.
1: Look, I knew that way before. They were the acolytes. I worked with John Bradshaw, uh, Brad, John Laf Leif- Bradshaw, Layfield, whatever his name was. He beat the crap out of me when I was the real road, Jesse James. You know what I mean? Like a real double J I was getting knocked out by him. Um, and Ron, look, Ron was Ron Simmons. And so God bless him. I'll do whatever you want to do, Ron.
0: Uh, and, and
1: uh, I, I knew what was up way before, we this match started, and we also worked a lot with the Acolytes uh, when we were the New Age Outlaws. Like when we talked about some of those storylines where the corporation or whatever, and and we did a lot of loops where it was like Taker and the Acolytes versus me and me and Billy and Hunter, me and Billy and Kid. Me, you know what I mean? So we we uh, we had worked with them before, and and truth be told, we, we all four, I think, uh, and we said this on a on a Comic Con panel. We all four really liked it. You know what I mean? Like we really enjoyed working together. We you're knew sick. we knew <laughs> you're a sick man. We knew what we were getting into. But me and hey, me and Billy weren't playing no games back then either. You know what I mean? We We don't. We get cast off because we weren't the top guys or whatever. But we were bringing bringing it in there too. And because uh, we were young and hungry, and we were getting our taste of it. And and so. Bring it on, man. We had a good time with those guys, and it is sick. It's it's a sickness indeed. But it was fun while it lasted. I couldn't I can't imagine. I
0: just turned to dust now on
1: that double power bomb.
0: <laughs> well, well, unfortunately, this was not the last time you get hurt from MSG <laughs> in February. Quote, Road Dog took a nasty bump out of the ring, was taken out in immobilizer mobilizer to avoid further neck damage. Yep. The ring ropes may not have been tightened enough because when Road Dog during his tag match was reversed. Into the ropes, his body slipped between the middle and top rope and was essentially slingshot hard onto his head to the floor below. He had no time to prepare for his unexpected fall. He suffered numbness immediately in one of his arms. The paramedics on standby in the arena came out, immobilized his neck, and took him out on a board and cervical brace. Uh, In the ambulance, he was able to wiggle his toes and fingers on both sides of his uh, body at the hospital. They determined that his rotator cuff rolled over onto a nerve in his shoulder, which caused the numbness. Although he still felt pain in his shoulder the next day, he was able to appear for an interview on Raw in Toronto Dog. What the hell happened to this? This (laughs) seems scary. So it's terrifying uh,
1: in reality. However, it was just another joke uh, mishap good story later in life uh, you know in the life that was the drug addled road dog um, <clears throat> so this was the time I talked we just literally just talked about the, the main event of Madison Square Garden with Taker and the Acolytes versus me and uh, and Billy and, and Hunter so, so in the match I get the hot tag and I come in and I blast Bradshaw back and I go to shoot him to the ropes and he shoots me he reverses it and I run like I'm at the ropes. I I don't know. I'm at the ropes before I get to turn around and like, and and I just shot right through the bottom ropes or or between the top and the middle rope. I mean, And I did, I shot straight to the ground head first. And so I guess, thank God I landed on my shoulder rather than kind of my head, but I immediately was like, Holy crap. That wasn't supposed to happen at such a pivotal part of the match. Um, and then they just, Ron Simmons picked me up like a, like a doll. Um, and what I mean by that is he didn't treat me with kid gloves. He picked me up as <laughs> if I were Raggedy Ann, uh, <laughs> and, and threw me into the ring. And I literally said the ma- the finish of the match was Tombstone on somebody. So so I said Tombstone me, Tombstone me, and and Deadman said no, and he just laid on top of me, and they pinned one, two, three, and that was oh. that. And then I got out. Uh, I remember and think about this. You said that sounds scary. I got carted out on a back brace with a neck brace on out of Madison Square Garden and the main event. And I literally remember looking at the center of that that big, uh, you know, thing they, they the big scoreboard they have in the middle thinking, man, if this is the way I go out at least it was pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, at least least it was. And truth be told, I didn't know what I was half knocked out to. So, so, truth be told, it ended up being a funny story where Shane McMahon came to the hospital and we ended up, I ended up uh, more hammered than I was leaving than I was getting in there. So, uh, (laughs) so
0: So I was about to
1: ask, how did you end up getting to Toronto and all this? Yeah, I, I ended up getting out of there that night. Like, it was more of a scary moment where then everything was kind of fine. You know what I mean? And so it was like, holy crap, what happened? My, my, my shoulder was out of socket. So they rolled it back in. And that's what they ended up telling me was your, it just rolled over everything. And so it, it crimped it off for a second. When it came back, went back oh. in, it, it, you know, got life again. And so I don't know. Yeah, it was a scary moment, but I was so high that I didn't. And and also I'm a hundred percent not, uh, not, like missing the irony of it was probably me being messed up is probably how how this ha- a lot of this happened you know what i mean like i i don't know if it's a hundred percent why it happened but it's it definitely played a part and and uh and i didn't learn a lesson from it i just kept going you know and, incredible
0: and, yeah uh, a cool spot cool story ha huh? <laughs> <laughs> it learned yeah uh, great on Raw Saturday night, February 13, 1999, from Toronto Sky Dome, taped on February 8th, the torch says Al Snow came out and cut a promo on Road Dogg. He said he respected him, but he's the king of hardcore. He pulled out some objects and challenged Road Dogg to a match right away. No one came out. Snow mm-hmm. then began wrestling himself. Beating himself with the microphone, he jumped to ringside and threw the cookie sheet at his own head and squirted himself with a fire extinguisher, broke a broom over his head, and moonsaulted the table. Yep. Bob Holly came out to calm him down, but Snow pushed him away. When Holly tried again, Snow shoved him out of the ring. Holly hit Snow with a broom handle they brought through the crowd and back into the ring, where they were separated by refs. This was because you couldn't work, but... Al Snow beating himself up. That's some entertaining stuff right there, brother. That's
1: the kind of stuff Al Snow brings to the table. Uh, you know what I mean? And that's the, kind of, that's, that's the wrestling I love and I know and love. Um, but look, that's – and then they, they were just like, oh, how do we get another – Bob Holly will come out there. They'll have a fight with some, some broom handles and stuff. Like, yeah, it was fine. And probably this was probably like they were probably going, which one of these guys can we put the title on when dog craps the bed?
0: Well, here's my next question. This was taped February 8th. Uh, You are scheduled to take on snow at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. You're either hurt or you're in rehab, depending on the source on the Internet. What was the real story, dog? You Um, remember? What year was it? 99. Yeah, I was in rehab. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah it was one of I went a couple of times and it was one of the times and yeah I was not injured i was either I was told to go to rehab and said no or i was or I was
0: there. You know what I mean okay uh you wouldn't return to the hardcore title picture, but to the i c title picture as we covered earlier this year, go back to the archives that was a yeah. great episode uh were you disappointed you didn't get to finish that run or at that moment were you too blurry yeah, yeah, I was really blurry and and i and I don't know what
1: that, I mean, I won the intercontinental title. I don't even know why it didn't, it felt wrong to me. Uh, it felt like I was like, like you said earlier, this felt like me, this, this little sp- uh, sprint more of a run than a, it was more of a sprint than a run, but, but it it felt good. It felt right. It felt like it fit. But, but again, I question, uh, you know, not being behind the scenes at the time, just being a talent what were they talking about? Like, this guy's going to implode. You know what I mean? Or what What were they talking about from that standpoint? Because of my personal demons, they can't invest too much more into me. And they're still trying. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, to give them credit, they're still trying to invest in me. Uh, and I am slapping them in the face every at every step. And, uh, man, I wish, I wish I had that one back.
0: Dog, you returned to the hardcore title picture in the summer of 99 and was supposed to challenge... With a hardcore title at SummerSlam, but instead you did roving commentary for the big boss man Al Snowmatch. Mm. Do you remember why that was? I do not remember why that was, okay. but I remembered I loved it. Like, I remembered
1: I had a really good time uh, doing it, and I thought, man, uh, I'd love to do this more. And I pitched doing it more, but they were like... Yeah, you took away from the match, dude. You were, <laughs> was, you well, were and so so it made sense. Like, okay, sorry. Um, I don't know. I was just having fun. You know what I mean? I didn't know what I was supposed to do.
0: Summerslam '99, Minneapolis. The torch says Road Dogg came out and said, "Pencils have erasers," and he had to. He had been taken out of the hardcore title match. There was a huge explosion, oh. and Chris Jericho's music began. He walked onto the top edge of the lion's den and began scolding Dog oh. and the WWF for being boring. He yeah. called SummerSlam summer sham. He said the fans were conned into watching boring matches and useless performers. And mm-hmm. Road Dog finally said... Do you remember your line? Why don't you shut up, bitch? <laughs> the crowd on <laughs> Q said, <laughs> suck it. Um, boy, Jericho walking into the WWF in 99... He said he had tremendous heat on him. He said that himself. Why was yeah. that, you think? So, uh, look,
1: I think, I think Chris. Do you is, have uh, heat on him? N- n- I wouldn't say heat because I've been in Smoky Mountain with him for a while, too. Right. When the, him and uh, Lance uh, Storm first came over, first came into into the America. And uh, <laughs> that sounded weird. Sorry. Um, but, but so I'd known Chris and I knew Chris Chris is an acquired taste. Like, look like, like I am, like you are, you know what I mean? Like you can only take so much of me. And so I knew Chris and I knew what he, so I didn't have heat with him as much as, Oh, he got, he was over really over at WCW and now he got this new deal here. And we knew they were going to use him in a top spot. So I think there's, I think to say he had heat, uh, and maybe he did have some heat with some people not 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 me and not not billy i don't think i didn't feel like he had heat with anybody i was close to it was more about hey here's this big guy gonna come in here and take a spot it's person it's it's a professional rivalry you know what i mean like it's no we're competing dude and i don't know you that well and so i i could see how he could misconceive or people were actually hot at him and i didn't know about it you know what i mean but yeah i knew chris and 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 I like Chris. We know Chris always got along. Uh, we've All, always had good matches together, too. On Raw, on
0: August 23rd, 1999, from Ames, Iowa, Al Snow fought Road Dog No Contest two minutes when Chris Jericho interfered, so the hardcore title didn't change hands. Oh. Just as Road Dog powerbombed Snow through a table at ringside, the Titan Tron showed the Y2J countdown, and oh. Jericho came out. Dog instantly got the best of him, and they brought to the back. Meanwhile, at ringside, Boss Man came out, hit Snow with his nightstick, then stole Snow's dog, Pepper. <laughs> oh, no. Boss Man drove away with a dog. Snow approached people backstage in a panic, asking if they saw where Boss Man took his dog.
1: What do you think about
0: this gimmick? Boss Man and Snow, you know where Boss Man cooked the dog and such, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ate the, ate the chihuahua. <laughs> Um, I mean, if you're going to eat a dog, at least get a bigger, more meaty dog. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get a lot of... That's like a, eating a covey of quail. You know what I mean? you uh, finger-picking. You're finger-picking there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. And
0: but, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe it went too far. Maybe it didn't. Uh, WCW would eventually copy the hardcore title because... You know, why not? Why not? What'd you think of that?
1: I, rightfully so. Like, hey, they're doing it and it works and people are digging it. Let's try it. Let's do that. Like, that, there's only so many ideas on the, you know, the Bugs Bunny uh, or the Roadrunner Coyote uh, scene. Like, he's going to kill him somehow. He's going to drop something on him. It's just like <laughs> wrestling. Everything's been done. It's like, oh, crap, that's cool. Let's try that. And and so kudos for them.
0: Speaking of trying that in February with Crash Holly as champion, the title switches the 24/7 gimmick. Oh. What did you think of that switch? That, that
1: now we've gone too far. Now we've gone <laughs> too. Now we went too far, and uh, and totally went too far with it, and it totally lost its luster. I think the uh, the the when they went away from the violence of it is is when it went away. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's what that's what it was. And and look. I, from a business standpoint, especially now that it's a, uh, a publicly traded company, that's just crazy to have too much of that going on all the time. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I totally can make the argument for do not normalize the, the hardcore stuff uh, for co- corporate responsibility reasons, uh, but for also, you know, pe- people ain't going to pay for that uh, all the time. And I think pe- some people will and there'll be a spot for it, and it'll utilize
0: it at the right times, and it'll mean something then. Uh, In the summer of 2000, Dog, you had your final matches challenging for the Hardcore title. Started at Raw July 24, 2000, Austin, Texas. Steve Blackman beat Road Dog with X-Pac at 527 to retain the Hardcore title. X-Pac joined Ross and Lawler on commentary. Hawk said he and Dog made a friendly challenge over who was the better singles wrestler, the match included a chair, a garbage can, and some karate sticks. In the end, <laughs> Blackman thrust kicked a chair into Dog's face oh. and scored the pin. Xbox said he challenged Blackman to a hardcore title match on SmackDown to see who the real karate master oh, is. Oh, karate. Talk to us about working with Steve Blackman. Terrifying. <laughs> terrifying and and he's the
1: nicest guy in the world and i mean in the world like he's a genuinely good human being but he is look they called him some kind of weapon or something and that's him like he's a walking weapon uh and and i don't know And so sometimes if you get lost in there you don't want to be in there lost with a weapon you know what i mean you just want to be in there lost and with somebody that's going to try to help you to to figure it out before we just punch one another or kick, thrust kick a chair into one another's face.
0: (laughs) Did you Uh, know? (laughs) Did you know he held the Hardcore Championship six times and holds the record for most combined days as champion over 172 days? No,
1: I did not know that. And if I had been sober, I wonder if I would have
0: been the longest. Well, that would have been fun to see, my friend. I wonder. Uh, (laughs) Next... (laughs) After uh, Steve Blackman, uh, july twenty seventh, San Antonio, Blackman defeated X Pac to retain the WWF Arcore title. Oh. Dog sat in on commentary in the end Blackman hit Xbox with a kendo stick and cool. pin him anything to try to get him over, right? Um <laughs> <laughs> He's beat he's now beat you and Xbox and Xbox. And while the other one watched. Yeah. By I the just way. had to sit there and watch. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That feels good.
0: Uh, and by the way, you two both were trying to prove who's the better singles wrestler. Yeah, and me you and both, him. Got and he got both got beat back to back. Yeah, did me and uh, him
1: fight next or
0: something? Well, yep. Uh, July thirty okay. first, two thousand, Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Dog and Pock beat Steve Blackman and Al Snow in a hardcore rules match at six minutes and thirteen seconds for the match. Highlights aired of Blackman telling Snow he didn't want a team with him. Snow <laughs> responded by singing Reunited. <laughs> <laughs> Late in the match, Snow accidentally hit Blackman with a trash can uh, cover. Yeah, Hawk followed up with the X Factor for the pin. That's good. This old is a math gigantic right Raw dog. Yeah, Raw dog. dog. Raw dog. Uh, over twenty-five thousand fans in the Georgia Dome that night, Ooh. and you got the win. With Pac, my friend, this Honey is hush. this is big.
1: It's it's big stuff. But I feel like are we still in the
0: hardcore title run? Like I guess well, we're still around. Hardcore that title. rules. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the, and then that was it. That's your last match involving the horror, hardcore title, as losing to Steve Blackman uh. after Austin stunned you on SmackDown in well, Pittsburgh. Now, no, wait a minute. We yeah. didn't say that. But if you're you going to go out, with a,
1: you can hit me with a weapon, but you can't have Steve Austin hit me with a stunner to yeah. beat me. Karate surely, sticks is fair. Surely you don't want to win like that.
0: But if you're going to go out, a go stunner out, from Austin is a hmm, way to go out, right? Stun. Stun. Yeah.
1: i take a sweet one, too. Look, we've talked about that T-shirt that sold. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I just spit, really spit, actually, all over <laughs> my computer. Sorry about that, guys. I Sometimes just I lose Is that control. that shirt that we're trying to
0: sell? I just spit I just all spit. over
1: My bad. <laughs> I just spit. Look, when I was four, I was thinking of um anyway, so what were we talking about? <laughs> what were we talking about?
0: Uh just highlight now. or low light of this run, getting a stone oh, cold Steve Stunnered. Uh, no, I didn't even remember that. Uh, okay. Highlight, highlight, <laughs>
1: <laughs> highlight were those matches you covered? Uh, honestly, highlight was with Mick Foley, with Boss Man, with Al Snow, uh, with Gangrel. The quick one with Test. It was, it, it was a quick little sprint of a fun run that I thought fit me really well. And and as I fit, sit here today, I wonder, and I don't care so much. I'm going to ask anybody, but I wonder and I have to sitting on this side of the fence. Now I have to suggest like surely your drug problem had a lot to do with them, uh, kind of pushing you this way. Um, and, and, it, and it makes sense, man. I, I, they didn't deserve that. They didn't deserve. Um, it's unbecoming it's, it's actions unbecoming a, a, a superstar and that's, that's unacceptable, man. And and I put them in a bad situation. They had no choice but to fire me. Uh, thank God for second choices. And I'm back now, Jack.
0: By the way, do you have a copy of your the hardcore title? Do I do replica? not.
1: I do not. Do they oh, make oh? We got to
0: change that, man. Yeah, we got to
1: get one of those.
0: Got to get you a hardcore replica. Yeah,
1: that's true. I have an intercontinental replica, and I actually should probably put it somewhere. Uh, but but I'm more happy. I would be more happy with a hardcore. We'll figure yep. that out. I remember cutting uh, myself, and my children got cut, or my one of my children, my son, got cut on the title uh, because he was trying to put it on and like cut his finger because it was like really a title oh. that they broke and it was yeah. like jagged. And uh, every time you reach in your bag, not thinking about it,
0: you come
1: back with a fistful of, of flesh.
0: Yesterday, I cut myself some cake, and it was <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't orange whip. Um, yeah. Uh, good. Dog, dog before I we, we get our ghost, by the way. <laughs> before we get to to our fan questions, we want to tell you about our friends over at Fight TV. They are the ultimate digital platform for live sports and entertainment, and they're offering a free yep. seven-day trial at tryfight.com. Fight Plus is packed with a premium live event schedule, over a thousand hours of live action every year, and a library of over four thousand hours on demand, plus exclusive content. Fight is a great partners of ours here at ad yep. free shows, and oh, you didn't know, and they support us, so let's support them. Support All them. we're asking you to do is get a free seven day trial, and guess how, how much that? it cost? Zero. <laughs> FOC dog, free of charge. We. And we, we do say this if you do the try of the trial, you'll probably be like most of us. Oh, you'll yeah. be a member for life. You'll stick. Uh, no. Because it's an incredible deal. TryFight.com. That's dot com. We thank Fight Plus for sponsoring us here on Oh, You Didn't Know. Thank you, Fight Plus. Seven do- day free trial. Dog, let's get some fan questions and we let's will knock it. those out before we wrap up here. Michael Berry Senior wants to know how physical were these matches? Obviously, there were a lot of hard bumps taken, but did it always feel like you were protected in these matches, or is there more physicality to present a more realistic match to the friends uh, to the fans? Hashtag oudk, hashtag dog lb. I don't yeah, know what dog that pound, is. Yeah, dog pound. Oh, pound. Also. He said, also, you were the greatest IC champion. How about that?
1: Holy micro, the greatest IC champion? Yeah, he says it. So He's got a, a, low <laughs> He's, a, a low bar. That kid sets a low bar. Yeah, they were definitely, and, I, and I, I think I touched on it throughout. It was it was a violent time, and I, and I felt like I had to be violent. You know what I mean? With to, 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 to get it, I have to be really hitting people with these things, and I have to be really getting hit with these things, and I – I felt like that was, look, when they took that away, the thing dwindled and died on the vine. You know what I mean? Like it's when they took the violence away from it, it changed the dynamic and it failed. Um, So, yeah, they were more uh, demanding physically. But like I said earlier, nobody... Uh, got hit with anything they weren't willing to swing back at you. You know what I mean? It was yeah. it was a two-way street and everybody understood that. And we're going to play rough, boys. So let's roll. Um, so yeah, a lot, lot more lot more aggressive uh during this short period of time.
0: Tracy Root hit us up.
1: Oh, you know who this that is. is Meanie, this this is Meanie, baby. This is yeah.
0: At Treyfabe on Twitter Trefabe. says My favorite match ever was in Hartford. Watching as a kid in Connecticut, I snapped my blinds in half, checking to see if it was snowing outside. Hashtag whoopsie doodle. My question is, why did real Al Snow hit you so hard? Hashtag dude got beamed with some dried up old poinsettias.
1: Yeah. That's a good hashtag too. And I did like, if you're within the sound of my voice, it's worth a Google, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) just, just find that one throw. Uh, and man, it hurt. Uh, but it looked awesome. (laughs) So so yeah, it was snowing where we were, but it was taped mm. or something. There was some timing, uh, continuity issues. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but I would
0: love see as a kid I don't think about that but yeah. she's in the city you're oh, supposedly yeah. in and goes wait is this snowing it's <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> like seventy and balmy you're just like what in the world oh, my it's Lord. snowing over the arena guys I don't I, know the big
1: fu- the big prank about that was I was soaking wet I went out in the snow and fought him pile driver through the crates hear my music playing and, and I'm outside in the snow soaking wet and I run as fast as I can to the ring because I want to I want to be in there for the pop you know yeah. what I mean like he talked about earlier and, and and half right was about they they were stuck watching the match on the on the yeah. on the tron it's cool to get back in there and I wanted to get back in there to get my pop with the people. I felt it. They felt it. I ran back in there. I was freezing to death. But I, I ran back in there just like I did with the boss man thing. I want to be in the ring on the second rope holding that title up when that reaction is there. You know what I mean? I don't know. Call me Incredible. Or
0: selfish. Uh, Sean <laughs> John Berkey says, what was the most painful weapon used in one of your hardcore matches? Mm. If it was not the poinsettia. Yeah, it was,
1: you know, a lot of things things hurt differently. No, kendo sticks are good to go. The (laughs) the chair shots hurt, man, especially. Trash can uh, lens. Uh, lids, if they haven't, uh, we used to have the guy take the handle off of them and kind of bend oh, yeah. down so, so at least we wouldn't tear each other's heads up. But <laughs> they were hard. Look, I love the cookie sheet. The cookie sheet used to be good. Those They were thicker than you thought, uh, and they would wrap around the head nicely. Uh, I think a couple of those Al Snow matches, I would wrap it around his head and then pull it back straight, bend it back straight with my knee, and hit him again with it. You know what I mean? And so it was, I don't know, man, it was fun. It was violent. It was chaos. It was, it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and beat the
0: crap out of each other. Uh, WW Master Twenty Eighteen hitting us up from Spain. Remember, he said us up before. Hola. Uh, he said, "Any location you wanted to go to fight for the hardcore title, like maybe a church or maybe a veterinarian office, because you're a dog." <laughs> That would have been great. To have a match oh,
1: that would have been, been great. Uh, but like, a, a cemetery sounds cool. Uh, yeah, I, I'd feel weird in the church. Uh, kind of like when I go to right. recovery meetings in a church, it just feels weird. Uh, <laughs> so
0: um, maybe a cemetery. That would have been cool. Uh, at not today, jackass. Hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> at, oh, you didn't. At you didn't know pod. At Brian R D James. At the Casio Kid. He says. I think the cookie sheets are the worst to get hit by with by experience, but what is the worst thing? How was a cookie sheet to you? Yeah, I, look, I loved them. I just talked about that a little
1: bit. I, I loved them, and they would they 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 didn't have the same. Uh, sting that a chair does to your to your noodle. This is crazy talk, by the way, people. Anybody Sensei. listening to me, I, I'm crazy and I'm insane and I'm paying for it every day. Like Most people, say. if they get
0: hit by one cookie sheet, that's <laughs> it for life and we're done with it. You're like, yeah. which time was the no, cookie no, sheet? There were
1: several cookie sheets, several chair shots, uh... You know, weird stuff happens that hurts worse than everything else that looks like it hurts. You know what I mean? Like like, like what's you got some random that sticks you, in you, your mind? You get you get hit in the back with a chair and your elbow is a little higher than your back is when oh. the chair comes. and just the tip of that elbow getting a chair like, Oh god oh. it looked like he killed your back, but man <laughs> it hurts your elbow. Oh um, your face so is stuff, Yeah, stuff
0: like You're that. Like, Hey, that hurt my elbow, guys.
1: Hey, and and uh, I don't know when I see people taking shots to the back now, and I see them like reaching to try to. I was like, no, 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 put your elbows down, son, (laughs) because it hurts a lot less spread out on the back than it does right on the tip of your
0: stinking elbow (laughs) bone. Oh lord. Monica M. Jumper eighty five. This is kind of like picking your favorite kid, but wants to know who was your favorite hardcore opponent. Well, look, I, I, it's,
1: it is either Mick or Al. Uh, like, I love the match with boss man and it's really, uh, memorable to me. Um, but Mick or Al, and it's because we could play and we did a lot of live event stuff too. uh, the three of us where, you know, there's bowling balls and the, under the ring and there's, you know, you get, you get crazy. And, uh, next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire and you're sleeping with a painted anyway. Um, so 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 uh, I loved working with Mick and Al. Al was Al was down to do anything, and so was Mick. And it was just it was fun, and we beat each other up too 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 aggressively.
0: Cal DeFino wants to know: Did you ever have a fan try to really win the title from you, or try to make a name for themselves? Not in the script. Maybe like in an airport or a Waffle House. I oh, say. oh. Well, no, I didn't have
1: it when it was the twenty four seven thing. So, so nobody, nobody ever schooled boy me in a Waffle House. Uh, but I can tell you, if they did, it's not a good place to fight. Floors are greasy. You can't keep your footing. Like, and if you can't, if you ain't got no legs, you're gonna lose a fight. I'm just uh, talking about shoot fighting in Waffle. By the way, house, and
0: they have a lot of them there. Yeah, a lot of, a uh, lot of them. Uh, yeah. If you said which, if if all <laughs> all restaurants for factions in wrestling. I'm not dealing with the Waffle House faction. No, they're going no, over, no. son.
1: I'm going with them. I'm going to join. Them. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to turn on you. I'm going to turn on you and be with them. You know what I mean? Uh, Scattered, covered, and smothered, dog.
0: Aaron Pavis wants to know: SummerSlam '99, Al Snow and Boss Man ended up in a bar across from the arena. Oh yeah. But what was the worst experience you ever had in a bar? <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Flipped it. He
1: did flip it. He just wanted well, to get a
0: bar story in. Been in a lot of fights,
1: got lawsuits, stuff like that. Nothing ever happens good in a bar, I noticed.
0: Uh, for, Brad, me, for me,
1: personally.
0: <laughs> sure. Brad Stanton wants to know, he hit us up on the AFS page, who was the best hardcore champion? Mm,
1: maybe Mick. You know, he's the hardcore God, you know what I mean. So, so maybe, maybe Mick. Look, I loved my run. Uh, it sounded fun when we talked about it again this evening. Uh, so maybe, I, maybe I was. But that's real cocky of me to say. Um, so I'm not going to go so far as to say it. <laughs> or did well? I you've already been called
0: it? the best IC title <laughs> champ as well. Yeah,
1: and that guy was way rough. <laughs> <laughs> Honky Tonk Man was pretty good.
0: Uh, Jeremy Priest, our last question says, dog. Yeah. If you had to face Cassio in a match for the Hardcore Title. Who would win, and what would the finish be? So it's I, literally, you. No, no,
1: no, no, no. I'm putting oh, you over. Is... I'm putting oh. you over, and I'm, I'm thinking we're doing the splash off the top through me and the and the table.
0: Oh yeah, I gotta eat it through the table. Oh, I'm going through the well, table. You're going, but but you're gonna go through the table with me underneath <sighs>
1: you. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I'm gonna catch you. you right, call I call it the mashed I potato lighter, lighter. <laughs> That's my finish. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's the instant mashed potato. Yeah. I call it the...
0: The mashed tater. I call it the
1: IMP. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's a
0: frog mash. What <laughs> is a frog mash? The mash tater. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, baby. That That's it right it. there. That's it. there's right.
1: the finish. I got it. I booked uh, it already. It,
0: that is the finish of the Hardcore Title episode. We appreciate y'all joining us. Thank you so uh, much. Next week... Money in the Bank 2018, Road Dog. From Rosemont, putting together dual brand ladder matches for the Ooh. men and women. Ronda Rousey's first singles match. Yeah. AJ takes on uh, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. again. Yeah. Carmella versus Oscar. Big Cass and Daniel Bryan continue their program. And Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn and more. That would be a fun episode there. Yes, a lot of meat on that bone. Also, uh, while we're here, don't forget you can watch all of our episodes early and ad free over on adfreeshows.com. Look
1: at there, it starts at ad- just
0: $9. Yeah, not just our show, dozens of your favorite wrestling podcasts starting at just $9. like I mean, said. Chances are you won't
1: be interested in any of those other shows, but go <laughs> ahead and give them a try, you know?
0: Don't say that.
1: Oh, You've I'm sorry. You got a lot of your friends on there. Yeah, but I'm a better sports entertainer than a lot of them.
0: Well, you could watch the bi-weekly show, which is, <coughs> is you know, it's 2023. I like the mailbags
1: with uh, Nick Patrick. going like to say,
0: mailbag, o- me, and, me and Nick Patrick. Uh, you can enjoy that as well. And, of course, you can enjoy the first week for free. Thanks to listening for, oh, you didn't know, just go to <coughs> adfreeshows.com. They're going to give you a free trial seven days, so you can get a little taste of what ad-free shows is all about. If you want us to talk about your event product merchandise anything you want us to talk about you need to go to advertisewithdog.com right now and find out more about advertising with us we are hyper focused 25 to 50 year old men yeah and we can get the word out you know why all of our advertisers keep coming back because it works. works that's it so go to advertisewithdog.com youtube like subscribe and comment let us know what should be the finish if heart if uh dog fought me for a hardcore if, title we want you to let, comment in the youtube just, section
1: let's first think about when the mountain critters like we we haven't we're talking about the match here yeah. you versus me the mountain critters haven't even split up yet no
0: we haven't even got together hardly
1: well, I mean, we're we're definitely together. We're early. Um, we're, definitely, we're definitely we're definitely going together. Um, but you left your uh, Letterman's jacket. <laughs> yeah, here, I have your Letterman's jacket, so uh, that's a, that's a thing. Um, but, but you can come so,
0: get your bread vinyl. So I want.
1: <laughs> so I want. A, I want a bread, man. What? My, my wife just maybe
0: I'ma want you.
1: Your huh? day was just made. Uh, so we need to think about cool cool what's the finish of the match but man that's like the match of the mega powers you know what i mean we got to go back and tell that story of how they implode how and maybe it's a behind the scenes Mm. kind of thing like a behind the music deal where we show what happened Mm. uh between the mountain critters and look i'm getting deep uh we got time to tell the story we'll tell the story when we when it's time
0: well, go to the YouTube comments and let us know how the mountain critters break up. How about oh, yeah. that?
1: There you go. Book the Help whole storyline. Story. And I want to go back. We're not talking about a year here. The mountain critters don't split up in a year and, and end up in a hardcore no. match. We go back. This goes back. This is over long-arcing storytelling. <laughs> yes. So spend some time and think about this before Tell you send us.
0: it in. In the comment section yeah. in YouTube, yeah. um, also, also in the comment section of YouTube, I want to read... What's the hardest thing that person has been hit with?
1: Oh, okay.
0: But just hardcore in real life. Yeah, maybe in real
1: life, like you took maybe a you got hit
0: by a cookie sheet.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I mean, saw, you, you worked at a bakery and there was an incident. One <laughs> I time. saw
0: I saw some friends that I worked with that were married and She threw a stapler and hit him. And I want to be honest, it didn't look fun from my vantage point. No, no, no. For him.
1: It doesn't sound fun.
0: Looked fun from her side. It looked like it felt good, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And her aim. Was impeccable? The aim on
0: a stapler is amazing. (laughs) Was it it
1: open like a (laughs) boomerang?
0: It it opened midair. Oh, wow. She threw the whole thing, opened up, so it's probably loose.
1: Then That's you good, be, though. It's, yes, spread, I mean, it's spread open. Oh, for, ate him for, alive,
0: dude. <laughs> ate him alive. Here's a shocker. They're not together They're anymore. They're not together no. anymore.
1: But no. at the time... I, staple head
0: went... <laughs> <laughs> Let us know oh. what's the hardest thing you've ever been hit with in the YouTube comments. That's at YouTube.com slash D-O-G-G. That's hmm. where you can also see our YouTube exclusives, my Y-D-X. friend. Y-T-E-X-O. Plus go get our merchandise at boxofgimmicks.com. We've got exclusive all exclusive
1: content at boxofgimmicks.com. Beach towels
0: ready for the summer. We've got uh, oh, Glenn, Glenn close, close was a is a lumberjack. lumberjack. Shirt. Look at oh. her.
1: She she'll chop a god goddamn tree down in a heartbeat. I know why three, she's a three We used to call her three three swing close. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> Cuz one, two and timber dog. Hey, Glen Close is a lumberjack because I'll say, well, I got one for word for you: wood. Uh, <laughs> still, uh, <laughs> go to boxofgimmicks. dot Oh lord! And get, yep, get that there towel right there.
1: There she is.
0: You laying out with the biscuits and Glen Close, and you we lay down on that. Hey,
1: we just call it biscuits on the beach.
0: Hey, I need to get one because I need to see how big it is because I'm a big boy. Hopefully, yeah. we're making big beach towels. Hopefully, you know it's what I mean? not a
1: hand towel.
0: No, I need it to be, <laughs> I need it to be of a
1: gun. Them, yeah. It needs to wrap around something. Family you know,
0: can eat on it out there at the beach, you know. <laughs> I need one
1: of those. Yeah. Go you don't about, even have to, go. it's so big and heavy, you don't have to put nothing on the corners. <laughs> it just. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh.
0: We got to wrap up. We haven't even did Top Dog. Okay, let's do it. And Thankful Minute. Let's do them both. We so. can't miss that. Are you ready? No, Here we I'm go. Ready. Uh, top dog, better sports entertainer, dog. You got three names you got to go with today. Okay. Are you a better sports entertainer than Satan, Kevin Sullivan? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know if I want to, if
0: I even want to tip huh?
1: this. Like he's the well. First of all, look at the two men beside him. Oh, come that, on truthfully could just do anything they want to to any other men you know that saying? looks so scary yeah that's terrifying and so i told you about the time first time i ever saw him in person like he was in the the hotel pool with a huge python uh swimming in the pool and, <laughs> and so it was like holy crap what's going on here um still love him to this day uh i love when i see him and when we get to catch up but Oh man, that's that's uh come on. Yes.
0: Oh well, there a, we
1: go. <laughs> I'm a better sports entertainer than Satan and I'll say this because the devil himself uh, was a wrestler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, are you a better sports entertainer than Nacho Libre? Oh no way. Come on man
1: Negatory. Legendary. That's legendary. Just that. Uh, first off, I want a bite of that corn. And second <laughs> off, this is the shot where he's in those white pants and he's just kicking his butt out, like just putting the vibe out.
0: Hey. Stupid. I don't need the oh I don't need no corn. This is such a good movie. <laughs> what a. I, gr- I gotta watch this again. I soon. was about to say. I just realized how long it's been. Yeah, it's and I need been. to go watch it again. Uh, by the way, fun fact: our producer Dominic D'Angelo eats his corn on the cob long way. So that was weird. <laughs> Found that out at lunch one day at StarCast. Um, Gag reflexes, <laughs> remarkable. Incredible.
1: Hey, came back with nothing but a cob.
0: It wasn't even buttered. Uh-oh. So it was. I don't uh, know if they cooked it. <laughs> no, he shucked it in front of me. I know that. And last but not least, dog, are you a better sports entertainer than Muppet Triple H? Oh, mm.
1: yes. Because okay. I gave him a lot of his lines. Oh, there we go. <laughs>
0: so you were the writer uh, but for that Muppet was, Triple H that yeah, wins that, every I was, I was not
1: the writer for Muppet, Muppet Triple H, uh, <laughs> but I but I knew him and I worked with him and we 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 uh, we actually actually we were connected uh, again uh, because of this, this uh, podcast and and I and I, and I I'm, oh, Jeremy. Jeremy Brown, I think, is the guy's name. I'm pretty yeah, sure we, Jeremy we Brown. We mentioned him before. Yeah. And, and, uh, and yeah. And so he, he actually reached back out to me on Twitter, I think. Um, but that was cool because he, he's a funny dude and he was, uh, interesting cat and he had this stuff and it was always like I never, uh, I never said no to his content because it wasn't funny. It was always just me adding a thing of my own. You know what I mean? And, and uh, he was always funny in writing that stuff. So, so uh, kudos to you, bro. And, but yes, I am a better sports entertainer than a, than a puppet. So, all
0: right, let's spread some positivity and get out of here. Our thankful minute, 60 seconds on the clock. Road dog will tell you anything he is thankful for in his Mm -hmm. life. Go ahead. Start the timer. Let that fuse start burning.
1: Yeah, this is what we call a thankful minute. And look, any time you can stop uh, in your head, real in real life, uh, and and think of things that you have to be thankful for, it'll make you. Uh, Maintain a positive perspective. So the fact that I have learned stuff like that in my process of recovery and living and maturing, I'm thankful that that there are programs that taught me how to live my life, that taught me how to uh, do the mental gymnastics that I that is necessary um, to cope with life and life on life's terms. And and uh, it's not always it's not always as simple as that for people with addictions or with anxiety issues. And, and, and I deal with all of the above. And so I'm thankful for, for the people that went before me and found a way to maintain sobriety. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was it. Maintain sobriety. Uh, and I thank God that they did that and wrote it down so I could read it and remember it.
0: <laughs> there you go. Another one in the books, dog. This was a fun one.
1: Yeah. Very uh, good. Fun one. Two, two
0: hours we got to get you a hardcore replica. That's our next oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, how
1: do we do that?
0: We'll figure somebody will find us and get us one of those. We'll figure that out. They're <laughs> I'm, salivating.
1: I can't, I, I can't afford it. I'm going to well, tell you that.
0: Much. Well, I didn't say that, but they're going to offer us one. Yeah, nipple uh, twist. They're going to tell us how we can I get it. I don't know
1: why Dom just wrote nipple twist.
0: <laughs> I think that the... was Nacho Libre. Oh,
1: oh, my bad. Or
0: he was thinking <laughs> about the corn again. So, here we go. Another one of the books. This was a fun one if uh, you didn't like this. I got two words for you. Suck
1: it.